Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. And what's up, Gorehounds? And welcome to another fabulous episode. I apologize about that. <laughs> welcome to another fabulous. <laughs> welcome to the show. shit show. The Goremore Podcast. I am your not so mean fluff master scream, Big Johnny D, bringing this shit show in as always. However, I do not bring this shit show in alone trying to fucking beat my phone and talk <laughs> i can't do it just make it work right but starting off with that chad daddy that dark lord of knowledge mr chad chrisman what's up bitches howdy howdy buddy we have that killing machine that meat mountain mr bobby amone pop it up motherfuckers hello and in a little bit different of view but we still have him the beloved host with the ghost, Lord Scubacaba, the Duke of the Dead, Mr. Steve Vasquez. Bienvenido, mis amigos. Yeah. Steve's video's got a little lag, but his audio's right there, so he can still hear mm -hmm. y'all. We're all good to go. He's at his mama's house right now. Yeah, I'm with so, mama. Yeah. But today is March 13th, 2023, and, well, yeah, we're fucking continuing year-long tradition of talking Friday the 13th. Mm -hmm. But before we can do that, we're going to do what we always fucking do. So, Mr. Vasquez, if you could, please. Let's see which one of my nieces shows up to the door first when I say, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it is now time for your philosophy! <laughs> yeah! Thank That's you, great. buddy. Chad, well, Daddy, you throw it the ball in your court. Start mm -hmm. us off. How the fuck you been? Not too bad. You know, this week, uh, let's see. My wife and I got a couple of days away from the kids, which was pretty sweet. So Thursday Ooh. night, we finally got to go to the Pittsburgh Penguins hockey game that we got tickets for. That was part of my Christmas gift. Delicious. Unfortunately, they lost the game in overtime. I would have rather take home a win, but we still had a good time. Uh, ended up uh, meeting up with a friend of mine. And riding down with him, it's a guy I used to work with. So I uh, finally got to meet his new fiance. We had a nice time hanging out, and they nice. made they made us burgers before the game. And these are some of the, okay. So here's his take on burgers, like it's a normal normal patty. But uh, he his idea is you know how you use like uh, breadcrumbs for a binder for meatloaf. Right. So he he uses a binder for his hamburgers, crushed up Doritos. What which Doritos? Regular nacho ones. Because he said they gave it the best flavor. He's experimented with it. And he uses crunched up Doritos and there were some chopped up jalapenos in it as well. And I gotta tell you, these were some of the most delicious burgers I've ever freaking had. Like I'm gonna start doing this with my burgers. I wanna try it with ranch, because they're my they're my go-to Doritos myself. Same. And he said it's good, but it gives it a little bit more of a mild flavor. Versus and versus like a, a bit more of a tangy nacho cheese flavor. Mm. I mean, I feel like I I would like, oh, dude. So like, how many have how many Doritos? I would go down the wrong question hole with this. Yes. <laughs> how yeah, many, I, I how see many Doritos? 
Right. How many Doritos did he try? Like how many variations? Cause like, I would say probably most of the brands that are out there. I say, bro. Cause like, I'm thinking like salsa verde Doritos, man. In a burger would be fucking I see sweet man. chili. Yeah. Yeah. That's that what I was just good. Those are my favorites. Now, if you can even find the new ones, the random new barbecue Doritos. I fucking yes. love them. They're not bad. Fucking love them, dude. They're so no. good. They shouldn't be that good. Uh, no, no, but those <laughs> fucking barbecue. Like, okay. like those I don't spicy, know. Those spicy sweet chili. Dude, I could eat two bags in a sitting. Oh, dude, they're fantastic. Oh. So then you got to obviously do also the uh, spicy buffalo cheese or blue cheese one. Yeah. Oh, wait. Those always cut. They're limited edition. They come in and oh. out. I don't think I've ever seen them. They're like a, a baby blue bag. Huh. It's it's chicken wing dip. That's all it is. I can't remember. Um, gotcha. Bro, I would just start pulling way back. Like, wait, when did now? When did you try these trials? Okay, <laughs> now I mean, I can. During I can, that year, did you try Quest Doritos? And everybody's like, "What the fuck is Quest Doritos?" You guys know? <laughs> I will text him and find out how many variations he tried to, to come to. I'm the, very the interested, in but this, they are. Dude. I'm telling you, man, they're a game changer. Like, I honest, my kids hate burgers. And I don't know why, but these, I guarantee, they would eat. Do they hate your burgers and they eat restaurant burgers or they hate all burgers? Just ours. You know how little kids are. If it's not McDonald's, they don't fucking know what it is. Is uh, <laughs> not wrong. And I, I, I'm only saying this because of my own personal experience. Is it because they get a little too like thick at home? Like they get oh, a yeah, little. Yeah, you got to have a thick burger. Well, see, that's the that's thing. True. Is like at restaurants and stuff, you got to you got to go the the smash style with your yeah. thing and get that. I'm telling you, dude. Like, I mean, I do like a good smash burger. I'm not opposed to that. Right, right. But I'm just saying, you make the kids the smash cheeseburger, dude. Like, for some reason, they'll eat that shit up like it's crack. But then yeah, they, they won't eat like a normal one off the fucking grill. Oh, stop talking about food. But anyways, that's, anyways, so, so that's yeah, awesome, dude. I love that, man. You got my head like wheelhouse spinning. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> now you're gonna try and see which works best. I fucking I'm starting with ranch, dude. It's funny when me and my wife first got together, we used to make pork chops and we would crunch up like uh, ranch Pringles chips and use that as a breading. And I don't know why we ever stopped doing that. Oh, wow. As, I mean, dude, it's delicious. I also I've used that as a dusting on top of uh, baked mac and cheese. Or obviously you go to the normal cheddar too. That's good. Okay, uh, Gene. First off, hey, buddy. And second off, we've already done both the Wraith and the Crow. I have not done the Wraith, nor has Bob or Scoob. But yeah, yeah, you're right. I have that was not. one of our very first episodes. That was pre-30. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. I remember you guys talking about it. I definitely listened to that episode. Yeah, the sure. Wraith was like, it was like our third or fourth episode, I think. Uh, you definitely were in the... the, the it, was, it was in the single the digits. I know that. You were in the three-person formula, though, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, and I definitely feel like you guys kind of found your stride by that episode, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it still might have been below 10. I'm pretty sure it was. Interesting. Awesome. Anyways, though, back to you, Chad, Daddy. Yeah, so we did that. Then Friday we went, and uh, my wife had a little day of shopping together, which consisted of basically us just getting stuff for the kids' Easter baskets. Oh, I gotta do that. Yeah. God, God, fucking Easter's around the corner. I'm so glad I'm over it. Well, fuck. I just, God damn it, I'm not. I'm not over there. You were. You were. I'm about to restart all of that shit. God damn it. But uh, what else do we do? Saturday, the kids had a bowling tournament. (laughs) I feel sounds of pain, dude. I'm sorry. He thought he was out. They pulled him back in. Yeah. um, So Saturday, the kids had a bowling tournament in his town. It was a little over an hour away. You know, they, they did all right. 
<laughs> so that's I, I, I knew. I knew. I, I heard the boom. When I jumped on earlier and I read all of those little fucking captions that were on there, I, I had a fucking Chad feeling. Daddy and I were reading I had a feeling. Too. Uh, sorry, oh, Chad that's Daddy. fucking great. Sorry, continue. Let's see what else do we do? That's about it. And I finished the quarry, Scoobs. Oh, nice. Dude. Yeah. Which ending yeah, no, did you get? Uh, I got the ending where almost half of them died, so I got to go back and redo it. Ah. I mean, it's better than all of them dying, right? Yeah. Is there but that I, ending where it's just like you're the final person and everybody's dead, like an actual yeah. slasher? Ooh, nice. I think. Yeah. That'd be cool. All right. I think it, it, it has a bunch of different endings that you can get. Yeah. So I'm going to go through and uh, save who I can now, knowing Dope. what I know. Nice, dude. It's a really fun game. Even though it's more of an interactive movie than a game, it's still fun as hell. I, you know what? I will have to try it, but I'm so invested in so many other things at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I'm right with oh, you. Oh, oh and that. I did. I, I told you guys that, I'm, um, that I dug my old original first generation Xbox. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Yeah. What's really funny is what got me started in that was my disappointment in the Ninja Turtles trailer. And I'm like, that kind of makes me want to play the old uh, Xbox Ninja Turtles game now. Huh. Wait, which one was that? Was that the O not was that the O seven movie? No, it's like the O three TV series. It's the old shit. Whoa! Dude, I have one of those for GameCube, and that's the one where they're mainly go and I I don't whatever the Triceratops alien race is. Mm-hmm. That's like the main enemy of that game. I think it's just the same. Fuck yeah, dude. But yeah, that's about all I've been doing. It's fun. It's fun. But yeah, it was pretty cool to dig that back out. So that's, you know, that's about all I've been doing. Um, I, oh, oh, and I got this in the mail today. I haven't had a chance to listen to it. It is the uh, Ultimate Cut Friday the 13th Part 2 soundtrack. Wow. Where'd you get it from? Uh, La La Land Records. I'm going on there. No room. shit. Yeah. And I, it's, dude, it was like 17 bucks. That was it. That's not bad. That's not yeah, wow. shipping and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I got it for a really good price there. So yeah, definitely check it out. They have it there. They also have an ultimate cut of the first one for about the same price. That's cool. Yeah, I would almost want one from the game. There is one. Yeah. Oh, there's really? Two, actually, there's two different ones. Oh yeah, here it is. It's the, the game first thing. It's release. Yeah, it just came out a couple months ago. Actually, I think it dropped exactly two months ago in January on the 13th. So. Perfect. Hey. All right. But yeah, that's about it. Uh, I've taken up enough time here. Uh, Bobby? Hold on, I'm looking up soundtracks. No, Bobby, you need to tell us about your fantastic weekend down in Cherry Hill. So, uh, yes, this past weekend was uh, the Monster Mania in uh, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. And um, I was there with uh, my girlfriend, my friend Taylor, and our friend Sam, and pretty much everybody at the hotel. They're all, most of them, we're all friends and everything. It was a wonderful time. Uh, I never have a bad time at Mania. There's never a bad time for it, so... Uh, Friday, we get in, <clears throat> we just chilled out, walked the show. My, my two friends, they dressed up, um, Rebecca and I just chilled out and we walked around. Uh, I did meet the undertaker, Yeah, nice. but I did not pay $200 for a single autograph, uh, a buddy, but a buddy of mine who I've known for quite a long time. And we always do like photo ops together. Like that's our thing. Like a, probably about a month back. He's like, you want to go meet the undertaker if he's going to, when he's going to be there? I'm like. Well, how much is a photo op and how many people are doing it? And he says, it's 255 and there's four of us. It's like 50 or 60 bucks a person. I said, I'm fucking in. Go. I said, I'm in. 
So uh, we were waiting in line. Um, all I got to say is this. Like, I'm 6'5". I'm sure after all the years of wrestling, he's not like he's not below six eight, but he's not as tall as I thought he really. Yeah, I was gonna say, bro. I mean, like he could have been a little slouching, and granted, he's a little older, gravity, all that. Yeah, but like you were definitely like you were not that. Yeah, much underneath him, dude. You remember like he had like maybe two inches on you. I think he must have been crazy, honestly. No, I think he was. I think right now he has to be. I think like six nine at most. Get the fuck out of here! He's still he's still tall, but I think he for, wears lifts. I think he's in lifts. No, no, he, he was dude. No, he, he was in plain dude. He was in plain shoes, like plain shoes. No, no, no. Like, I, meant, I meant when he in was the ring. You mean probably because yeah. they, uh, they, they play him off as being seven even, right? I don't was he always that. seven even? I don't I think so. I always thought God, he was I didn't like think Undertaker six, was. That I always tall. thought he was built at the six nine six ten. Was he? I could have sworn he would. Johnny, look. I will look it up. The only yeah. person's height that always ever like rung in my head was Big Shows because it was seven two. And it was and like, he, <laughs> and he was yeah, like that was a big fucking man. So, so I thought but, like Undertaker was like six five, <laughs> six, six. So, but no, it was cool to meet a, a childhood here. Well, you know, one of them. Six ten. He, he was nice. Shook hands. Six ten. So, and he still has to be at least six ten or at least six nine. I think it he's still six ten. But you put him in a good set of boots, dude. That gives him an extra inch. So yeah, yeah, easily at seven. So and then Saturday, me and Rebecca were the State Buff Marshmallow Man and a, a Ghostbuster for most of it. Nice. <laughs> and that was a, she was a big hit. The Ghostbuster was a big hit. Uh, I did Jason for a little bit. Um, I have to basically turn the hood I used into a display piece. It doesn't work really? well with masks. Uh, it presses too much into my eye socket. I remember that last year, and when you and, and I cu- and I cut it so it wouldn't get there. Still there, huh? But the good Which news hood is, is it? it's a uh, what is it? A uh, sculptor like die part nine. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but I have my old hood that I wanted to retire, and I just painted it up a little bit differently, and it fits the mask perfectly. So I'm going to use that for shoots. But eventually, I'm going to get a silicone one of part six nice. and do something a little different down the road. But I'll keep the look. So I did that, and then we entered the costume contest. It was me, my my girlfriend, Rebecca, and then these two other dudes were dressed as Ghostbusters, and we all joined in. And we went up on stage, and we zapped Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. <laughs> I saw that video. That was great. It, it, yeah, it was a fantastic. Lot, dude. A lot of people were like, you guys should have won. Some they all there was a group before us that did Suicide Squad like everybody. That group was awesome, dude. I saw them. I think they were doing shots with Marino, but they looked yeah. fantastic too, dude. Yeah, no, they were cool. They really were. So, but then we chilled out in the bar like till fucking one forty-five in the morning. Daylight savings time kicked our ass, so we had to fight through the sleep and <laughs> get up the next day and do it all over again. But it was a good time. It was good to see everybody. I feel like I didn't see everybody, but I feel like I did in such a short time that I don't remember. Isn't that kind of how it goes, though, man? It's so much. No, this, no, like half days. No, like this time it was like so fucking fast. It was never that fast. This hmm. time it was. But it was a wonderful time. Um, and also, I'm going to say this right now. Like, I only watched part of the movie we're going to talk about. I watched part six instead. Ooh. <laughs> Fired. Fired. Go. Don't fire me. No. Are you I, saying you don't know this movie by heart, Bob? What? I don't. 
but that was I bought a couple of cool little things, some comics, a couple little figures. And that was it. I, you know, it was a nice, wonderful weekend. I'm already booked for the August show. And then I got a couple of shoots coming up this month. So it's a it's a good time right now. It's going good. So but uh, that's enough of my weekend. I want to know what this guy over here has done because I've taken way too much time. Scoop Steve. How you been, buddy? Well, I am on spring break vacation. I'm doing great. Um, I didn't do anything Friday or Saturday. I just started my vacation Friday. Um, and then yesterday, decided to hop in the car and drive seven hours to come see my mom. And that's where I'm at right now. I watched the movie earlier. Did I need to watch it? No, I didn't need to watch it. <laughs> but I rewatched it. And I'm here now. Johnny, that's it. That's all I did. Nothing awesome. Nothing fucking spectacular. Just drove across Texas. That's it. Oh, and I did get pulled over. I did get pulled over. Yeah. Over 90 in the 70s. Well, I mean, it's it's in the fucking middle of nowhere, Texas. Like, there's nothing. There was one goddamn sheriff, and I didn't see him. And he fucking pulled me over. And I was like, God damn it, whatever. I'll take the ticket. I look over at my ride or die girlfriend, and she goes, "This is what we're gonna do." And she puts her hands on her oh, belly. Oh Jesus! And I said, "I got you. I got you." So I tell the officer when he comes to the window, I say, oh, "Officer, I'm sorry. I was speeding. She's pregnant." She's got to go to the bathroom. I'm trying to get her to the store. He looks at me and says, go ahead and go. <laughs> no ticket. What the fuck, man? Now, if you didn't have <laughs> That's her. That's a risky play, my friend. You, That's that's very risky. You know what? Bold move, Cotton. And I love it. <laughs> it worked. It worked. It did. That's it. it. That was the highlight of my trip. I'm here now. Ready to talk about this movie? Big Johnny, what'd you do, baby? Fuck, dude, I can't follow that. Um, <laughs> that was awesome. That's like a Seinfeld skit. Uh, well, let's see. What the hell did I do? Oh, you know what? I actually fucking got drunk this weekend. <laughs> oh, no, nice. Yeah. There you go. I don't ever fucking drink, dude. But no, it was uh, our annual Ghostbusters St. Patrick's Day parade out in the city of Syracuse. It was cold, but we were there having a good fucking time. I was feeling fantastic all day. It was great. The best part is I walked in and the wife was like, huh, oh, somebody's been drinking. And I'm highly responsible. Yeah, I have. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, dude, like I honestly, I think the last time I drank was probably in August in Montserrat. <laughs> yeah, that's how often it happens. It's like three times a year at Boston. <laughs> um, so I had a really fucking good day, dude. Handed out a bunch of candy. We were at the ass end of the parade. The parade starts, starts at noon. Oh, God. Our arrival time to even just get at the parade is until 1.15. That's a long fuck. We got there at 11 because we're like, yeah, we're going to party. <laughs> <laughs> the best part was, is like, so Bob was dressed up as a Ghostbuster. I was dressed up as a Ghostbuster. We're walking through to get to our, our spot. Like our dude in our Ecto, he has to drive around. But the rest of us were walking up. We're only touching the front end of the parade. But we're we're those guys. We're those assholes. And we don't even mean to be because nobody's watching the parade anymore. Everybody's turned around watching the Ghostbusters walk through <laughs> after the fact. And I'm like, here's all these little girls out there like 
Irish step dancing in 20 degree weather and everybody's just turned around like, yeah, who are you going to call? <laughs> I'm like, we're coming through later. Don't look at them. <laughs> and it's like, man, it's like we're not even trying to be those guys and we still are those guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Well, yeah. No, it's all in good time. It's all in good fun, dude. We came loaded with candy. So, you know, we made it rain. And it was good. It was a good time. And then uh, we all went out to eat. And then what the hell is Sunday? I literally didn't do shit besides chores around the house and a smidge of gaming because I really haven't done much at all this week. I've been fucking old man falling asleep at eight. <laughs> Not very exciting by any fucking means. Uh, but also been doing a lot more stuff. Seeing the wife can't. Yeah, she's only one handed right now. <laughs> yeah, poor thing. No, but she'll get. Re- she's actually got to get recasted already. Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday is when we go out. So, new cast, all that good shit. But I watched this fucking movie last night after filling up my big old ass bowl of popcorn. Hell yeah. To which my only complaint, my only complaint is that I cannot watch this in the 3D that it was meant to be watched in. <laughs> I really wish I could have. I could, but I it doesn't work for me anyway. See, that makes me sad for you, homie, because <laughs> I wish... Because I was even like, I was looking for some old, I found some 3D glasses, but they're not, they don't have ear flaps on them because it came with my old school Dead Space 1 art book. And they're Mm -hmm. just like slide out ones that, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, well, I'm not fucking doing this the whole fucking (laughs) hour and a half. Tape them, you should have taped them to your glasses. God damn it. Oh, well, too late. I mean, Yeah, but I don't have, I still don't have any function, I don't think, unless it's on the DVD to actually watch it in the 3D. It depends, it, was on, it, it depends on which DVD you have. It's the shitty fucking Walmart, like $20 eight pack. I. It's the on, one so. where all the wrong cover, the wrong pictures are on the. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, yeah, wait, yeah. Wait, you know what's one? Bob's got it right at hand. Hold on. That is it, my homie, right? I think That's so. the one? Uh, wait, no, no, no. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. It's not that one. But I have the other one right here. That one. That shitty one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Isn't it sad that I have the original and then this? I'm guessing it's not yeah. this one, is it? It is that one, but it's the yeah. one Bobby has more specific. Because you, well, you had Blu-ray, it looked like, right? Yeah, he has the Blu-ray. You? Yeah, I have just the DVDs. It should. I think it is on there still. Yeah. I, is I it really? That. I'll have yeah. to look. Because like, I love the fact that yeah, it's, it's the digital. And the digital are all the HDX upgrades anyways. So I'm like, well, fuck yeah, dude. I guess I'll just watch that that way but i don't think steve is having issues steve thank you for letting us know uh hopefully you can hop back in if you cannot it's understandable yeah this this does have it in the red and blue 3d and the scream factory has it in like that real 3d stuff that nobody has a fucking 3d tv for so it's kind of useless i watch it dude i'm gonna i might watch it again after this podcast just just because um well, fuck it, dude. We're going to talk about it right now because we're done with Slice of Life. Uh, Chad, Daddy, you want to do plot rundown? Oh, sure. I'd be delighted. So Friday the 13th, part three released Friday, August 13th, 1982. Picking up immediately after the events of the previous film, Friday the 13th, part three brings the iconic slasher Jason Voorhees back for another bloody rampage. Chris Higgins, along with a group of friends, returns to her family home to face her fears after surviving a brutal attack two years earlier. Little do they know, Jason has wandered into their barn to recover and is determined to renew his killing spree. One by one, they will meet their demise by his hands until his thirst for vengeance has been quenched. 
Which, yeah. by the way, I had to write that all by myself. Really? Usually, oh. I'll just usually I'll just find a good enough description and copy <clears throat> and paste it, or you know, merge a couple together. I read right. that all myself because every fucking plot rundown that I read that I found described them as being counselors. I'm like, they're not fucking counselors. Not counselors. In this yeah, because they're not. They're not. Yeah. No. We don't get counselors again until fucking six. Yeah. Yeah. But I mentioned those counselors. I'm like, I can't use that. They're not counselors. <clears throat> so I just fucking wrote it. So directed by Steve Miner, Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken, Forever Young. Written by Martin Kitrosser, Meatballs Part 2, Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toymaker. And Carol Watson, Meatballs Part 2, and South Park. Produced by Frank Mancuso Jr., April Fool's Day, and Species. Take it away, Bobby. Hey, Bob, Stop. real quick, real quick, just only because uh, Chad Daddy brought up Silent Light, Deadly Night, Part 5. Now, I know Bob and I weren't on the show when you guys did the first. That was like your second episode, right? Yeah. Like we yeah. did one and two. Mm-hmm. I, as much as I'm not saying we should like redo those, I think we should do three, four, and five. Just go off the wall, dude. I know they're terrible. Some we people could. like them. But... We could. It's either that. I was thinking. I don't know. It was either that or the Phantasm series. I was thinking like another. Off, I don't know what's more off the wall or terrible. Like I mean, I love the first three Phantasms. The yeah. I've never. Yeah. I've only seen the first two. I've never seen the third one. The four, fourth. The, the fourth. The fourth one is. Eh. I've never seen the fifth one either. So fifth was like what twenty sixteen. Yeah. No, it was pretty late. It was yeah. a little. It was a little earlier. Because Angus what? Scrim passed away, but they had him, and then they used old footage or, or something, I think. Anyways, just random thoughts. Sorry, didn't mean to take it away. I just love how Phantasm Five was completely filmed in secret. Nobody knew about it until they just dropped the trailer one day. Yeah. Right? I, was, I was like, there's a five now? <laughs> <laughs> okay, my turn. Yes. Yes, sir. Go right ahead, buddy. Starring Dana Kimmel, Sweet Six, <laughs> Night Angel, as Chris Higgins. Paul Crook. Krataka, Krataka, whatever. <laughs> Blood was everywhere. The Bone Garden as Rick, Tracy Savage, The Devil in the Max, Devlin, The Crooked Man as Debbie, Jeffrey Rogers, Surf 2, The Karate Kid, Part 2 as Andy, Catherine Parks, Weekend at Bernie's, Aspen Extreme as Vera Sanchez, Larry Zerner, Death House, All the Creatures Were Stirring as Shelley, David Cadams, The First Power, Grim as Chuck Garth, Rachel Howard, Emergency Deep Space as Chili Jackson, Richard Brooker, rest in peace, mm-hmm. uh, Deathstalker mm-hmm. and Deep Sea Conspiracy as Jason Voorhees, Nick Savage, Fright Night, Coming to America as Ollie, mm-hmm. Gloria Charles, Brewster's Millions, National Lampoon's Euro- European Vacation as Fox. Also Kip- rest in peace. Yes, that was what, a couple years ago, I think. Yeah, it was about five, six years ago, something like that. Something like that. Uh, Kevin O'Brien, Warlock and Red Dwarf as Loco. And David Wiley, Used Cars Society as Abel. Hey, all right. Music by Harry Manfredini, Hills of Eyes Part 2, and My Boyfriend's Back. Cinematography by Gerald Fell. Feel? Fell? Silent Madness and Savage Dawn. Edited by George Hively, The Savage Bees, and Blue Thunder. Effects and makeup by Martin Becker, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, and Mac and Me, not Mac and Cheese. Distributed (laughs) by Paramount Pictures, runtime of 95 minutes. MPAA rating of R, budget of $2.2 million, 
grossed $36.6 million. Yeah. Uh, okay, real quick. I thought Stan Winston did these, or did he only do Jason? He only did Jason, and that was the he, that was the um, they rejected that design eventually. And That's right. It. Okay, I was like, I got him like <laughs> I'm like because that other guy's name never pops up. They always are like Stan Winston did it, and I'm like, no, okay. he didn't. He he did a design that that they just they changed. Yeah. Okay. That's huh. that's that's can what you I find his design. I wonder. Yes. Oh yeah, you can find it all over oh, yeah. the place because it's in, if you look up the uh, alternate ending, you'll see pictures of it. It's a very oh, different word. looking Jason. Yeah. Uh, boss it. Boss Man has a mask that uh, Marcio made of that Jason. No uh, shit. At least he and did. It, I don't know if he still does. He might have sold it, but I know he had it. And speaking it really of cool. and speaking of just that in general, that was a very it was definitely more of a monstrous look than what we ended up with. Yeah, it didn't really carry over any of the previous Jason looks at all. So it was really, really different looking. Yeah. <clears throat> really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Oh, very. But uh, let's go for it. Now general dis- uh, discussion. Okay, first off, right. I want to say the ninety five minute runtime. It's a ninety. It's ninety five minutes, but you really only get ninety minutes of new footage because you get the whole ending of part two as, as the first five minutes of this movie, which is a bit of a Correct. callback. I remember yeah. we talked about that when we did uh, part two as well. Yes, because we obviously we continue this up until the fourth one at least, right? Yeah, yes. but the fourth one's as a montage. Right. The is, fourth one starts. The fourth one's where it starts getting better with them because, yeah. like, because I, I don't mind the little montage each and every. You know what I mean? Like, especially the way we're doing it. We're not watching them back to back. We're getting yeah, a month yeah. gap. So in this roundabout, I actually didn't mind watching the recap of two. I was like, yeah, we just did watch it, but not like just watched it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, no, this I, <clears throat> I, this is one of my favorites, dude. I really wish Steve was here because I know how adamant he was and he's brought it up before. And I love to. And I still appreciate the first one by all means, but this one definitely like holds my attention span a little bit more. I don't know if it's because it's just a little bit faster. It is. No, it is. You could, you could definitely tell the pace, the pace picks up even in the first scene after we get the recap. It's very fast paced regardless. Yes. And and even if the kills kind of like tamper off, there's so much like, bullshit turmoil going on just between the our people between like the biker gang you know what i mean so like there's that whole like yo what the fuck's and it's kind of actually like it, as stupid as it is it's kind of interesting just because you're like oh shit they're fucking and it's perfect plot device obviously they steal the gas she can't get away like fantastic but i like until she's like oh yeah reserve tank and i'm like, <laughs> I'm like man those were the days yeah. i also i also had no idea this was released on august 13th mm-hmm that's Hell the yeah. that's the first of two that were released on that same day, and they just happened to be almost ten or eleven years later. Yeah, the last the next one was uh, Jason Goes to Hell, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Ooh, so we'll get there eventually. I just mm-hmm. I remember that because I was actually there on. Came here for his opening night or just opening weekend. Uh, I was uh, I was born the day before. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. It was like fate. You're like yes, I'm I here. St- I that's sometimes like to bust my mom's chops. I'm like. Why couldn't you wait a few more hours? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dope. Yeah, right. So uh, no, this movie, I mean, this is the one where we obviously finally get the iconic mask of the series, mm-hmm. I would say. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, and <clears throat> starts to set the precedent of, I feel like, what we really, what Jason eventually evolves into. Like, I mean, I, I obviously, like, this is good base Jason. 
And I do. Yeah. I like I like part three. I like that. He's still just like hulking. He's fast, but he's still vulnerable. Yeah. Like yeah. he's still fucking limping when he's running after. You know what I mean? Like, like that's I, cool. I completely forgot until watching this how much how much. Um, sorry. Um, no, you're fine. Drawing brain, a blank on her name. Brain farts are always the worst. I, I kept wanting to say Trish. Like, no, Trish is in the fourth one. I, it, I completely forgot how much of a hurt and Chris puts on. Like, she fucks him up in this movie. She does. Yes. Yeah. There's like a lot of like cat and mouse way longer than I remember or that I always kind of remember. I should say. Yeah. Yeah. He, he takes a He takes a damn good beating in this. Yeah. Movie. She fuck it. She stabs him in the hand, stabs him in the leg, beats him with a fuck, hits him with a fucking log as he's leaving. Hangs uh, him. Hangs him. Fuck it. So, Actually, and then she pours a bookshelf on him. Pours a bookshelf on him first. I, I'm sorry, man, but like, I this is like one of those movies where as much as I love it, it's also funny to just like ad lib over stuff, like do voiceovers, voiceovers. So if like you were like Jason in that, you're like ah academics. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what's crazy is, and I understand it. She was trying to escape in the van, so that's why she she went that way, and then ended up coming back to the barn. But like, if you played the game and you know like the whole layout, you're like, oh man, the barn was literally right there with the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And um, thank God for that. I love that game, dude. Just even this much more like revisiting the series because you're like, man, I really truly feel like I know this Where entire layout. Same. And you're sitting there watching. You, you, all I can think of is how easy those doors are to break down in Higgins Haven. Yes. yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Especially or if you're like if you're just somebody who's like that or uh fighting Jason who's not that good, you just run in those two doors all the time in and out. You're like, and I'm like, yeah, that's the circle spot. So all right, this movie starts off. We got our uh Jason getting obviously his new wardrobe. I really dig that. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't dig the store owner just opening up product and eating it because that's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> That's always ah, that's always grossed me out, even to this day. I'm like, oh, but you know what the sad, but you know what the sad part is, is I could see someone who has a small shop doing that. Yeah, Yeah, but I'm not buying a five pack of donuts, bro. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) No, the the real shitty part is though, his wife sees catches him eating the donut, and he puts the half eaten donut back in the fucking (laughs) bag. Even and then he worse. goes back and finishes it, nonetheless. Like, at least just let the man eat it at that point. He or pops just be a like, handful of planters in his mouth. He takes a swig of Sunny D. See, that, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> that you that dude must be a stoner. Like, they didn't show oh. us smoking, yeah. toking up before it, but he definitely did, because he went into <laughs> his shop with the munchies, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to have a little bit of everything. But, but, but the best part of his whole scene is when he's on the shitter drinking Jack Daniels. Well... <laughs> Like that's the, I've never seen that in a movie since, right? And then, and speaking like, of speaking of him taking shit, okay, that's one thing that struck me as weird is this. I'm like, what kind of weird ass fucking layout do they have? Is their bathroom is attached to their house and also to the outside? Yeah, now the, yeah, it's so weird. It could be, um, it's kind of like a maintenance toilet kind of thing. So like. It's not the same aesthetic, but my old house, when you walked in from the side door, it was either you went up and into the house or you could go right down to the basement. And they would always have a big wash sink down there and just an open toilet. And Mm -hmm. it's called like a maintenance toilet or something like that. So that way, when you're coming in from inside, (laughs) 
and you're all dirty and shit, you don't have to go through your house. So maybe it's something like that. I could that, be stretching. There's there's another thing that struck me as odd is the part where um Chuck, the 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 Cheech and Chong rebuff guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he goes out to take a shit in the outhouse. Yes. And then it just occurred to me like there's a bathroom. Why is he using an outhouse? Because you know, the pregnant chick was taking a shower. Oh, so there's yeah. Running, there's running yeah, water. Maybe, there's a toilet there, if, too. If the running water was there, though, maybe he just, because she was in the shower, that's why he went out to it? Was that at the same time? I think it was before. I feel like it was. Was that it? Was, I think that was after. Yes, 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 it was. It was after. But uh, he was also going out there to smoke. Probably didn't want to do that. Right, that's what I, I get. I, I took through. Like, I don't know, because they never really cared where they were smoking, so. True, which I love the in, the introduction to the stoners in this movie. <laughs> oh my god, the van's on fire! First of all, like I'm not saying some people with some serious lungs, dude, and they had some nice bongs in that shot. But the way they were like had smoke coming out of that fucking van, dude, that was like a fog machine right near the window, oh, yeah. and they were just like. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely over exaggerated. Right, that's like Cheech and Chong level of exaggeration, which I'm I'm fine with. I'm I'm totally cool with. Um, I do feel that the stoners themselves with this particular group don't really feel like they meld with the group. No, they seem a no. lot older. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying like you know, dude. Like, I have younger friends and shit like that and all that. You know what I mean? What's up, Brody? You, Brody. What? It just, like maybe not so much the stoner dude's girlfriend. Like maybe she's the younger one, and that's why he's there. But he definitely seems like a generation older than I, I all the rest that. of these. People. I always got that yeah, feeling he's, too. He's definitely over here. Like, yo, I don't know if I can hang with you guys, but I'm gonna go smoke. Ah, <laughs> uh, could you imagine how bad that burnt popcorn would smell by the time they oh, found God, it? I was it, thinking dude? the same thing. Oh, she's like, oh, something's burning, but it, it, it popcorn has a very distinct smell. It's burning. Yes, it does. Like, it smells and worse it, than anything. And it stays. It yes. stays for a long time. So, all right. I do love this movie. I've definitely given it some kudos here and there. I got to give it a little shit, though. And it's not it's not terrible. But it, clearly, this must be an offshoot of the lake because we don't have a lake here. Yeah, it's more we like have a, a riverbed. It's not. I wouldn't even consider it a fucking pod, dude. That's a riverbed. <laughs> like it's got a swimming hole for sure. Mm-hmm. There's no need you need to canoe out to the fucking sixteen foot wide swimming hole because anybody could just walk right out to there, get her yeah. in the canoe. Um, I get the whole reference, obviously, where we were going with the dreamscape and shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that was like kind of my biggest thing. But maybe at the same time, it's showing him like getting back to the lake because obviously he must have ran away to try to like hide from the cops. In the yeah, because it's got to be in the same general area because, you know, right. Chris had a run in with him two years earlier or so well, well I believe, which <laughs> which we definitely need to talk about. Oh, yes, I, I have. A there, yeah, there's got to be theories. Well, I, I can confirm what the theories are. Oh, well, uh, yes. Ori- in the original in the original version, unedited. Yes. Jason raped her. They really? downplayed. Yes, they downplayed that because the producer just they didn't want that kind of stigmata on this movie. And I mean, fair. it's definitely where it feels like it should go and it wants to go. And they, that they, is they, just felt like, they felt it was too out of character for him. 
and that's why it just didn't work for the film. Well, they should have almost just taken it out then. Well, here's where I agree with John because this is where the timeline doesn't make sense, and there is no making of sense of it. So this takes place right after part two. Yeah, literally Jason, the day after. Because Jason is still in his overalls. Mm-hmm. I know where you're going with this. I, I know. Well, I'm gonna get. Let me get this out because I have to. Because <laughs> and you see the machete still sticking out of his shoulder at that point when you see him get the new clothes. So when was she supposedly attacked by him? Well, two years ago. Well, he didn't look like that two years ago. If we're gonna get technical, right? He and was I, in his today clothes. Okay, yeah. right. But keep it. Would keep in mind. Well, I mean, that doesn't mean anything, you know, change of clothes, big whoop. But that's her remembering the event. And, you know, when you're remembering something from Obviously two years she's earlier. Got PTSD and shit yeah, too. Yeah. Yes. You're going to remember things. Minor details are going to change. True. But everybody does confirm that something <laughs> happened to her the two years before. Yes. And I, she does. And she sees his face and it's an immediate, oh, shit, it is you. I just. So, and then my my other issue is, again, this is the only scene. He's in the similar type clothes, but a lighter shirt. Like, I, I get what they were trying to do, but it's almost like, uh, you wait, where are we talking on this one here? It's still still on the same that, scene. Yeah, that same dream, not okay. dream sequence, but that flashback sequence. Okay, you're like, I get what you're going, but you really took the timeline and went whoop, and it's almost like, uh, it's almost as if part two kind of didn't happen yet; it just happened for that little snippet, right? Like. It would have been nice to see them like retro haul the overhaul, the overalls for that scene person in because that's always bugged me because I'm like, wait a minute. He just got those clothes at the beginning. Now, that doesn't mean he could could have had clothes like that before. And we, you know, it could, but But he had no hair. To me, if you're watching, well, there's that too. But to me, if you're watching it, it just seems very like this literally is taking place right after two ended he's on the run he got his shit i guess there could be a two-year hiatus but but then where did that hair come from okay but the, okay so let's go back and discuss part two again because there's theories that the jump scare at the end was just Ginny's dream and people are using the the fact that jason doesn't look like that from that point on you know he never has facial hair on top of his head ever again and they say that that's just Ginny having a dream and he'd look different in her dream. It could go either way. Uh, I, I just figured, honestly, because like, yo, I know a lot of dudes pre 30 that unfortunately started balding. <laughs> so if we if that was Jason in his earlier tw- 20s and then by this one, we got Jason in his 30s. Yeah, why okay, not? Here, it could it could even just have been, you know, Jason's like, hey, they're looking they're probably looking for a guy that fits this certain description. If I just shave my head and my face. I'm glad they didn't keep the rape stuff, though. Like, I almost yeah. wish, like I said, yeah. they ix the whole scene because it feels like it still alludes to it easily enough. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the way it just ends is just such a cop out. It's like, oh, and then I just woke up in my house and I have nothing. And can, yeah. I'm also going to shit on that scene, too. Specifically, where the fuck are they? Are they near a drainage ditch? Where the <laughs> fuck are they? Having this romantic like discussion yeah, yeah. near a And there's fucking, a fucking drain pipe. Yeah, it's a drain <laughs> pipe with a little piss ant stream coming out with their fucking bug in the back that they kill the batteries on because he's a fucking jackass who doesn't know anything about that. And then, like, where, 
that whole yeah. scene could literally just be taken out. Yeah, you're gonna shorten the movie up a lot, but it's like, meh. Yeah, you can use it or to maybe else. just re-edit it just a little bit more. Like, like she kicks him in the nuts and then runs away and gets away, <laughs> and that's it. You know what I mean? Like, so she did deal with him. And now she's got to deal with him again. Yeah. Like, okay, uh, cool. My only know. other gripe for this movie uh, is the look of Jason, not the look itself. He looks too clean under that mask, considering a person who's in the woods. Well, he might have cleaned a, himself up when he was changing his duds. Uh, yeah, but I figured then, he probably it, would clean wounds. He, he, Why not? He could have. Yeah, he could have. He could. He was in the uh, in their garage at the beginning. He could have found a sink in there. Maybe, but I don't know. It, even it just—he still looked a little too clean. Now let's just say oh, go he found the, some Gojo in there and just scrubbed his face. Go with the theory that he did shave. I mean, I'm not saying he can't shave, but I wouldn't expect it to be perfect. So right, there would still be little, some, like. I don't see, J- I don't see Jason you know, in the 1980s with... toilet paper dad thing either. You know what I mean? Where it's yeah, I, I yeah, I uh... bathes in the lakes of. Oh, what Lake... the fuck is that, dude? God Lake Minnetonka. Yes, thank <laughs> <you>. <laughs> I knew where you guys were going yeah. with that. <laughs> lakes of Lake Minnetonka. The waters of Lake now by Lake Minnetonka. Minnetonka. <laughs> but no, this. I mean, it's still a great movie. No, it's it's a great movie. It is it's exciting. It is. I it's, like it's, the cast of characters. It's really funny it. because we get the iconic look for Jason starting from this one. Yes, because it's uh, it, what makes it funny is his name is never once mentioned in the movie. Yep, not once. And it's the only one in the franchise where you never hear his name. Mm-hmm. Shut the front door. Is it really not? Yeah, no, it's dead serious, dude. Not once. He's not given a name throughout the entire movie. I mean, she didn't think it was jason the first you know she just knew it was a dude in the woods attacking and yeah you know what it is because we didn't get okay so we didn't have any town person give exposition in this piece we did not we still had our crazy town loony which was kind of weird and also i feel a throwaway scene i get it because the whole like eyeball thing but it wasn't needed like yeah you killed off crazy frank you don't need to bring back crazy frank too that was like, just to that was just to add in another 3D effect. It was, and and that is the weirdest looking eyeball I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, I don't know what the fuck it was. Uh, no, they will. Well, right, <laughs> it looked I mean, like a testicle. Well, well, all right. So, I mean, I've seen an eyeball taken out of a goat's head, and it does have a little strand at the bottom of it. Uh, well, no, not that, but it's just it was already. I mean, I guess it was a dead eye too. Yeah. But like, where did the eye come from? Where did this dude find an eyeball? Was all it? I know- and I wasn't an animal. I have warned thee. I, it had to be a person, but he didn't, you know, take out any eyes in part two. Steve, you didn't like the gimmicky, just straight up phallicness of everything just pointing at you while people are holding it. Like, mm. dude, the two worst shots were the rattlesnake in the rabbit pen. <laughs> yes. And the eyeball pop, because you could literally see the strings that are pulling them out. The eyeball pop makes me laugh so much on like evil dead level laughing yeah because it's so ridiculous that i should be flying across and thrown into somebody's mouth like honestly (laughs) you could cut that scene together (laughs) and it would be fantastic and it has to have that popping sound yes just a little whistle (laughs) i can literally see that scene in my head right now right (laughs) perfect fucking three stooges shit dude oh my you know what how funny is it that we're talking about that? And today is the anniversary of uh, Evil Dead Two. It came out on this day. And is uh, it? Oh shit! Is eighty seven? 
that's probably why. But anybody that has uh, Game Pass, dude, on Xbox right now, for anybody listening, you can get Evil Dead Two uh, free download, free digital nice. download randomly. Yeah, I not that I didn't, not that I needed it, but I saw it and I was like, well, yes, I will accept that. Thank you. So okay. only, Maybe, it might be on some other shit too, but you know, I already have it on Voodoo, so I'm good. That's go, the only Evil Dead movie I need on a nice 4K, just like the first one and Army of Darkness and the remake. There you go. Oh, that Army of Darkness 4K, that's a must-have. It has like four cuts of the movie. Dude, I'm so happy I have it. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Actually, I saw the posters for the new one up at our local theater, and I'm so excited. I was like, yeah, they already got it out. I'm ready for that shit. Dude, Evil that's Man. like a month away. I know. So week happy. after my birthday. Very excited. But no, going back to this, man, like I feel... It's a solid Friday the 13th movie. It's not okay. It's not at camp, but it is at camp. Is it a camp? I mean? Yeah, it's a person's a camp. camp. Right. It's, it's a it's not a public camp by any means. You see, when I think camp, that's the type of thing I think of. I don't think of like the counselors and everything. I've never done summer camp because, you know, I live in the middle of the woods. Why the fuck would I go to a summer camp for kids? Correct. Usually Fair when enough. I think of camp, it's usually people's cabins or something yeah. like that. And yeah, that's been always my that's actually been yeah for me too um like i said going back to the characters i like the select characters we get in this i think they're all pretty funny we get handstand guy who just has to show off all the time mm-hmm. uh obviously we get shelly who has all the corpses <sighs> shelly is any dude <clears throat> like i feel like there's a lot of guys in their teenage years that need to watch part three and be like listen don't be Shelly. Yeah. <laughs> you want you think you're funny and that's who you are. Don't be that guy. <laughs> I know too many people. I probably was that dude myself at some point. I'm sure I was as well. Uh, right. Yeah. Jen wanted to know where he got a perfect uh fro piece for his uh fake kill. <laughs> yeah, that's one. another it's one. Like, it's like, it's ah. like where did he get a fro that actually matches his fro? And I'm I like, thought right, that's too. a really good pop shop. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, Lord Scoob just made a con- uh, point. This is the only time we get a spicy Latina in the whole series. Yeah, Steve, what was her and her mom bitching about? I need to know. <laughs> yeah, I need come to back know. and rewatch. <laughs> Steve, they didn't. The subtitles didn't tell me shit on that one. I tried, but <laughs> it just said Spanish, you didn't put it on the Spanish subtitles. It just said speaking Spanish, and I was like, God ah. damn it! Oh shit! What was it we watched uh, last year where we tried to turn on the subtitles for Italian and it just said uh, speaking in foreign language? Oh fuck yeah! Dude. Oh uh, my god! It was probably the Yellow runs, right? Probably. I think. Um, phenomena. Was it, I think it was phenomena. Was it the not? Uh, yes, it was, was the bug one, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I. Wait, was that? Uh, was that with um? Jennifer Connelly. Attention. No, no, no. Um. Well, yes, but uh. Donald Pleasant. Donald Pleasant. Thank yeah. you. Please. Yeah. That was yeah. <laughs> okay. Him and that fucking monkey. <clears throat> That's right. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god, thank you. Okay, so characters, uh yes, spicy Latina. Obviously, we talked about our way too old stoners. Um obviously, dude, our main chick, she's just absolutely adorable. Oh yes, dude, she is. I'm I'm going on record as saying Chris Higgins was the most attractive female out of the entire franchise. I am right there with you, buddy. That's a hot take, and I love it. I, and I, I agree. I, because I, she's I do just agree. adorable. But but Megan in part six. Although Megan in part six isn't bad. She's okay. Her personality sells it more so than 
yeah, it's gonna get a little hairy around this corner. Uh, <laughs> and she's just like, stay down. He's just his view is just like what even like I, dude, like I think Tina in part seven is hot, dude. She Yeah. Like she she's like a dis, she's like a girl interrupted hot, but I like <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I like it. yeah. Right. Hmm. But no, I mean, is there anything else you guys wanna uh Mention on this movie, we do uh, have Brody. To st- we still have Brody to hear. I would love after. to hear Brody's take. To I want to hear the Broadster, please. All righty. Uh, said that we lost Scoobs, but at least he's still here with us. In the, yeah, he's in still the here in the chat, so he can still contribute. That's right. Howdy, fucking doobie there, folks. It's your DKB here back for another episode of Gorm War. And this week I'm here to talk to you about Friday the 13th, part three. Uh, yeah, let me just start off by saying that uh, this is definitely one of them films I used to watch a lot as a kid. And after watching it today, uh, I honestly don't know why I watched it a lot. Wasted a lot of my time watching this film. It was definitely one of my favorites back then. I used to watch it on VHS all the fucking time. And yeah, like I said, after watching it today, I honestly, I couldn't even think of a reason why I would would have liked it and it would be one of my fucking favorites because it just takes so long to fucking get into this film and by the time it does get into this film the end credits are fucking pretty much rolling so anywho um i was able to still pick out some positive things with this film i'm not definitely not going to shit on it um it's definitely yeah not the worst in the franchise um so anywho but it's definitely not my fucking favorite anyway so Positives with this film, I was really a fan of the Jason in this. I think it's Richard Brooker who portrays Jason in this. He, he just felt like a little bit more of a – he felt really staunch in this. He had, he had a bit more muscle on him, you know. He's a bit more towering over his victims, you know. He's a also, one thing I actually really liked about his portrayal of this, he was a little bit of a smart ass as he taunted his victims, you know. He, like, laughed at him, took the mask off, and, yeah, it just sort of got really creepy uh, with his – with the uh the role and i really appreciated that with it because it added that, added that extra layer to jason that we don't really normally see you know we always see him as this one man killing machine uh very dull and bland but this just added that extra layer to the character and i, I could appreciate it they didn't go too over the top with it but it just added a little little bit more to him and yeah i was able to really appreciate that it was it was great to see so this one kind of works both ways for me. There's definitely good and bad about it, and that is the kills in this film. I love the creativity of the kills in this film, uh, especially to try and blend that in with the 3D element or aspect of the film at the time that it was trying to make. Um, but the execution is very dated, and especially seeing it on screen today after they've cleaned all that footage up from years and years ago, it's quite visible on the screen. It sort of takes me away from it personally. That's um, you know, you get to see string lines there and that. You'd think that they'd take them out during the um, Blu-ray uh, restoration or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But that's just me being a little bit nitpicky as well, you know. Um, yeah, but it, like I said, it really did take me out in some scenes and I couldn't help notice it. And I, maybe it's just the mood I was in. I don't fucking know, but I just sort of got a little bit picky with that. Now I've got to give a huge shout out to one of the fucking fantastic kills in this whole entire franchise. I remember it actually sticking with me as a kid and I thought it was a really iconic shot in the Friday the 13th franchise itself. And that is the vertical handstand. Yeah. When I saw that on screen, I could actually feel it. It was not good. Um, it definitely right. stuck with me a lot. And even now today, when I think about Friday the 13th kills, that's definitely one that pops up in my head. It could even be in my top five Friday the 13th kills mm-hmm. throughout the whole entire franchise. It's just such a memorable 
kill and not only that, that vision of Jason standing over you with a machete in the air raised, going hard for your gear. Even thinking about it now just gives me goosebumps. It it makes me cringe. So yeah, I didn't really I didn't really give a fuck about these characters to be honest. Because by this stage of the franchise, it's definitely familiar territory. I mean the location and the characters themselves, they kind of feel familiar. You know, they're not really trying to do anything else different. So by this stage, I was rooting for Jason to kill off these characters, especially like I mentioned before, with some creative kills. That's all I wanted to see in this film. Um, and I will actually, I'll give a fucking shout out to Shelley. You know, Shelley brings a bit of wow, humor to Brody the is just taking like complete opposite I know he's fucking annoying. I liked him and hated him at the same time. But I think Shelley's a great um, uh, introduction to this film. You know, he's definitely... You know, carrying on like a bit of a dickhead, but it just adds a little bit of humour to it, you know, just to lighten the mood, bring more something to it and just have this same repetitive fucking, you know, same old stories the fucking first two films. Um, I did feel that his uh, death wasn't really justifiable. I thought that they should have really made an example out of Shelley, like especially him introducing the hockey master, um, Jason, you know, really like, I don't know, cut his fucking face off and like pretend it's a hockey mark. I don't know, just something really <laughs> fucked up. Brody's you know, going in Leatherface territory. Yeah, all right. Yeah, seriously. I like it. So, yeah, all in all, I won't bore you for much longer. It is definitely a film that, yeah, it's it's a hard one for me personally to really try and justify because there are things, like I said, that are right. good and obviously things that are bad about it. And the more that I think of these things, you know, I'm really – Two, two steps forward, eight steps back, if you know what I mean. I'm really trying to justify in my head why and not why I don't like it. It's because of this, it's because of that. You know, um, it's, a, it's a hard one. Maybe there's that small part of me going nostalgia in the back of my mind. So who the fuck knows? But anyway, I've said what I've said and I stand by it. Um, and I'm really not going to try and bore you for much longer. So, yeah, today's score for me personally is a solid three. Um, like I said, it's definitely not the worst in the franchise, but it's far from the best for me. So anyway, I look forward to hearing what you guys have to say about the film. Um, and I will catch you mother liquors next week. So cheers, gentlemen. Cheers, cheers, right. cheers. Thanks, Thank Brody. you, Brody. Fair. Fantastic. Um, I feel like right. my review for part seven is going to go the way his review for this one went. Same. That's yeah. And you know what? I'll know when I get I'm that. not even going to lie. I feel like it's adult me kind of stabbing kid me in the back a little bit. Yeah, I, same. Yeah. Why? That's what happens when you get older. It you is. Taste change. You know? You always like, Kraft mac and cheese is the best. And then you finally come around to grandma's fucking homemade mac and cheese. And you're like, yo, dude, Kraft fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> it does. <laughs> you're like, I'll eat it. But, but I don't necessarily want. Yeah, it. like it's just like dude, it's there. we take the kids out to like Applebee's or something, and they always want to get the the mac and cheese and the kids menu. I'm like, it's the fucking same mac and cheese we make it's at home. It's crap. crap. Like, why would cheese. why am I paying seven bucks for this? Atmosphere, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have kids, and that's fucking not wrong. I don't let them get it anymore. I'm like, no, you're not getting that. Get something else. You can make that at home. Well, what if you know if it's a good, like, thicker, creamier mac and cheese? If it, was, if it was, I'd allow that, but I'm not going to fucking pay that for it. Because there's been a few times where Julie, like, Julie's wanted that, and that's what it's come out with. And I'm like, oh, okay, good. Yeah, but I know Applebee's, it's craft. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. It's, it's Crapplebee's, dude. It's like, uh, 
Okay, so Brody, once again, thank you for that fucking review. Loved it. Uh, I actually liked that Brody came in a little bit with his fucking dukes up, dude. Like in everything yeah, that we said that we did like. I do kind of, I him. do kind of agree with him as far as not really giving a shit about the characters for the most part. No, and that, when I was when I was saying earlier, like I liked the characters. I mean, as like I like them because they're your stereotypical like archetype of Jason character. These yeah. people literally the people that you choose from in the ga- character list from the game yeah essentially yes. you know literally I mean? literally two of them are in the game yeah right the, the only one you get shelly and you get chuck yeah the yeah. only one who's likable is the, the main lead and and brody's also correct with shelly even though shelly is a dick not all the time obviously there's sometimes he tries to redeem himself like at the store and shit but he's still you know what I mean? He's still he's kind just, of like a me, me, me kind of guy. That, he's like, oh, he's I did that, it. I, dude, I, am did le- I am probably legit giving him douche of the movie, to be honest. That's fine. Uh, he probably deserves he, it. And he's, he's one of my favorite characters, don't get me wrong. But he was very much a douche, he's too. He's the most entertaining character. Yeah. Sure. Because, like, what the fuck is Chuck? Chuck just talks about trying to get his dick wet with some other chick because this chick won't fucking lay on it. And, you know what I mean? <laughs> but at the same time, she's got him doing shit that does. She's like, yeah. My dad buys these hay bales, but we don't even really need them. And this motherfucker's up there sweating his ass off. Like, what the fuck am I doing this shit for? God damn it. It's all about the pudding. And also, he's... And I'm going to take flack for this, because I'm 14 years older than my wife. Why does that guy look like he's almost 50? Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. He looks like... I don't know. He looks old. He looks a lot older than what he is. Okay, if if, if she's... 21 let's say in this movie right i don't think she's supposed to be a teenager right i don't think yeah. they're teens i don't think they're teens i think they're in their 20s they're early he's 20s. 35 but so is stoner dude stoner dude's easily 35 to 38 yeah his girlfriend maybe i'd say she's probably pretty close she's probably 30 ish right like this is definitely a cavalcade but yeah like <laughs> does that mean does that mean rick was like fucking macking on this girl when she was that much younger and he's like in his like 20s dude she I, like, but I, uh. I kind of want to flip this flip this you know on the other side because you know when i was always younger and watching this and the couple that are in the store you see the wife I'm like oh man she's kind of she's old watch it now and you're like she's not that bad her yeah. and her dude literally i'm like yep yeah, i'm their age yeah, that's I feel right about home with them. Yeah, you take you take <laughs> and the stoner out. dude. You I'm take like, I, out. She's good looking. I mean, dude, come on, that stoner dude is me. I'm gonna go out to try, <laughs> try to smoke a J. Which that whole scene, by the way, took me off a rabbit hole of like why I was trying to figure out why Crescent Moons run outhouses. Like I needed <laughs> to know why. I don't know why. I had that thought too, watching this. I'm like, okay, why is there always a crescent moon on the outhouse doors? I mean, so, and like, I, at first I was like, it's got to be an event and for like letting in light, right? And I was correct. Yeah, like a, like a type of window. Okay. Yeah. So apparently, apparently at one point in history, this is all speculation. So take everything with a fucking grain of salt. This is Johnny's little history side notes on Gorbor of Porta Potties. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently there was, they, they used to have like actual like, double fucking outhouses so like moons would be for women and stars would be for guys <laughs> and then eventually like they just kind of got rid of the star so sometimes you do see a crescent moon with a star like sometimes you'll see that 
but like what that's all it really is also too it's just for like it's the sign for an outhouse and apparently europe they use like a heart <laughs> i don't know but yeah that's all it was it was it, it formed from it used to be a woman thing and then they just kind of went to uh family bathroom fucking unisex bathrooms or whatever europe, like, uses, like, europe uses a heart so they're basically asking hey who loves to shit you basically doesn't but but now i'm gonna be going around looking for outhouses like, you have so much i'm like i don't want to do it anymore you're like yo dude right because now you're gonna have that weird like outhouse now outhouse knowledge that you're gonna be like telling rebecca and you're like Oh, that one's just a star. That's just a dude outhouse. She's like, how do you know? They're like, well, because it doesn't have a crescent moon on it. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then Bob's going to go off. But then she'll look at me and like, you going to go use it? I'll be like, no. I <laughs> knowledge. Steve, this has been shitty facts. And this has been shitty facts with Fluffmaster Supreme. Dude, no, I probably even fit I, into an outhouse. That's the, yeah, the, that's the burning door question. Open. <laughs> no, the fucking door open. But here's the thing. Even with that outhouse, that was a big crescent moon. Yeah, cut into the door. It's so, like, yo, if I was you. like, if Bob was in there, like, you could see Bob from the outside, from like a fucking ten feet away, just his head poking out the fucking moon. So, like, hey, you, know some, you know what that means is I could still be in the outhouse taking a shit, having a conversation with you, seeing my head, and not having to know what's going on. That's what I'm right, dude. Like, it's just so. Oh. And yes, Steve, I have used an outhouse. They're not ever since. Oh man, dude, ever ever since sleepaway camp. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. Oh, you mean the second one where she's dead? Yeah, that's dead. Yeah, sorry, dude. Uh, but I, I, yes, I have. They're gross. I, I think we need to now, unless you guys have anything else, I think we need to dive nope. behind that 3D over there. Yeah. Let's split the 3 and the D. What do we got, all Chad? Right. So the house, barn, and lake were all purpose-built on location. The man-made lake wasn't properly sealed, and subsequently the water drained into the soil during the first week of filming. Uh, also, it uh, what was it about? Wow, 2006. Fuck, was it 2006 that burnt down, Bobby? Uh, yeah, it was around that time. Cause the okay, barn, so it's because the barn was still there. Yeah, the barn was still there. The house uh, burnt down because a fan. They 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 were um squatting in the house and tried to build a fire in the non-working fireplace. So the whole thing burnt off. down. They are in the process of rebuilding it currently. Yes, they are, dude. That would honestly be such a cool house. Like, I hate those staircases. Like, I would have to have a normal set of stairs, too. But, you know something? Make that a three-room house, and people can rent it out. Mm -hmm. Technically, it is a three-room house. There's three bedrooms upstairs, plus the bathroom with the closet in the hall. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. We're, that's right. Yeah, I think the game, 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 game. game. I'm like, wait, where did you get that from, like, the fucking game? Game layout. <laughs> game layout. And the generator's over here, by the way. <laughs> swear to god swear to god no, airbnb it bro steve absolutely yeah oh, you'd make it, a killing with that too oh, the, i get it no pun intended killing <laughs> right literally uh -huh. do the you're in the fucking bar oh. to do a jace museum i sorry and i know we're in this question that i didn't mean the ending when she was having her like loony bin drive off mm -hmm. do you think that was also just in a little bit of like a nod to uh tcm yeah I kind of got that. I mean, it wasn't obviously like she's just crying, laughing, laughing and yeah. screaming. Yeah, like, just like that. Like, yeah, yep. I mean, Which reminds me, weird. like, was she the one that called the cops out there? The cops always just magically show because up because she had to have called them out there. So, I mean, she had them and at least had a clear bit of a mind at some point because she even told them about the lady in the lake. I don't, I don't know. She did. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. When right. would I mean? 
obviously the ending was all just like a dream. So I guess yeah. anything could have happened in that sequence of time. But man, Jason looked like he looked so happy when he was in the window. He's like, ah, <laughs> yeah, he, he looks fucking. So he literally looks psychotic, which made it fucking scary. <laughs> ah, I love that shot, dude. Every time he was, he was fucking smiling. Okay, moving on. The original plan for the for the film involved Ginny from the previous film being confined to a psychiatric hospital, suffering from the trauma inflicted on her during the ordeal with Jason. She eventually finds that intent on revenge. He's tracked her down and begins to murder the staff and other patients at the hospital. So what? Amy Steele. Amy Steele ultimately declined the offer to return to the series as she was busy with other projects, but has since said that she thinks she should have accepted. But I'm glad they didn't go that route because that is a total ripoff of H2. It is. I want it. Yeah. Oh, I would uh, I would like to see you know, Genie again, too. Well, yeah. well, you know, the, the funny part is that was also something Beekler wanted to do with Part 7 originally as a Part 2 to Part 7. He was like, I would like to do a second version of this and make it where she is... Dude, teaching them in the psychiatric hospital. Yeah, I was going to say, part seven needs, like, I would love to actually see an actual, a good part, like, sequel to part seven. (laughs) Yeah, I would would also like the ultimate I know to what you're referring there. Yeah, we're not talking about where Michael just shows up from hell and like, (laughs) oh my god, what are we doing? Going there. No, 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 I still haven't brought myself to watch that. I just, I don't know. I haven't either. I just I, I, I watched the end of it just because I really was talking about it. I was like, okay. I did, and um, continue. I, was like, <laughs> I don't get that time. <laughs> to hey. prevent the film's plot being leaked, the production used the fake title Crystal Japan after a David Bowie song. This began an on-again, off-again tradition of giving Friday the 13th films David Bowie song titles during filming. And they did that for this one, part Four and five and six. Nice, dudes. The Royal Independent Movie Theater in Toronto, Canada, which closed in 06, had owned one of the few copies of the movie in its original 3D format. They used to screen the film once every Halloween. You know, that would be wicked to see. See it on a theater with the original 3D. I I would do that. I would pay for that. I would love to see them somehow like turn it into the new style 3D. I'd be all for it. I mean, it kind of was though. I mean, it wasn't. No, no, no. But I mean, like, you know how that new style is like, where it's more like background. And yeah. Foreground. I get it now. I get yeah. what you're saying. Because like, obviously, like this was set up for foreground, like dick in your face 3D. Oh, yeah. Where like now <laughs> we're trying to get a little bit more like, oh, yeah. We got depth, baby. (laughs) We got depth and girth now. I still, I'll still say, man, one of the coolest 3D shots, dude. And people might laugh at me, whatever the fuck it is. I don't give a fine fuck. Was Bloody Valentine 3D when they were walking through that cave? I don't know what it was, but that shit. I was just like, man, this is what it's about. Like this looks so fucking cool because I felt like I was in that fucking cave. Like, no, uh, they. They did the, that. The, the, so the newest bad. Tron movie was like that too. Oh, I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying for me personally, like that was my first experience with the 3D, the newer 3D. So, so my first experience was Avatar. Still have not watched Avatar. I, I I've seen that. Dances with Wolves. I don't need to see it again, dude. I'm, I'm not excited. Mm-hmm. I'm not excited to see the sequel. So yeah, it's all right. Okay, continuing. Uh, Larry Zerner was cast as Shelley when the producers spotting him handing out fly. This says he was handing out flowers for a horror movie and asked him if he'd wanted to star in one himself. Um, what? Awesome. And, but it's not true because I think it's in Damn Crystal it. Lake Memories. 
Uh, he said he was handing out flyers for the Road Warrior, which is definitely Road not a horror movie. Warrior. All right. Hmm. Fair enough. What else we got, buddy? Okay, I could go. I, I got a better thing later on in my notes about the hockey mask. Uh, the 3D version, the original 3D version, contains a title card not seen in 2D home video releases for obvious reasons. After the Paramount Pictures logo fades out, the card reads, ladies and gentlemen, the first few minutes of this picture are not in 3D. However, you will need the special 3D glasses. The film then continues as normal with the recap of the ending in part two, presented in 2D. The 3D begins with the shot of Jason removing a machete from his shoulder. Oh, okay. That's cool. I kind of like... Okay, so it's literally like once you actually get into said film. Yeah, it goes right into it. You know, honestly, it would be awesome if they just released like a whole box set that they made them all 3D. That kind of 3D never really works, though. No. No, it is very gimmicky, dude. Like Brody says, sometimes it just takes you right out of it. Like, it's almost... It, it's just it, it is schlocky. Schlocky, yeah, yeah right. Like, exactly. I didn't know if that was the. Ex- I didn't know if that was the right word, but yeah, just especially when it's directly at it, dude. Like if it's it looks too bit, hokey. It's okay, yeah. but when it's like right, like three <laughs> D. Like, like when he hits her in the face with a yo-yo, and she's like, "Oh, you're so close." I'm like, "No, bitch, he hit you in the <laughs> nose." Like, what are you right talking about? Right nose, yeah. <sighs> okay, continuing. Anyway. For part three, they moved production from Connecticut to California, where they could be closer to the Hollywood experts needed for a film that was attempting to revitalize 3D. Uh, they told the East Coast-based Steve Dash if he wanted to play Jason, as he did for most of part two, he'd have to pay for his own airfare out to California. He objected, so the part was recast with Richard Brooker, a former English trapeze artist who could perform all of his own stunts and appear physically intimidating in stature. Yeah, he. Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting uh, Mr. Brooker. They did like a Friday reunion at Mania. Very nice, and he he's about six three. Was about six three, I should say. I gotta say, man, Marino pulls off a great part three. He does, honest, and I and I he does great with the other ones. I think that's his best one. No, I love his part three, man, because he's got that perfect like, like obviously I know you know it's shaped to it, right. but it's like that perfect like pad. And everything like I don't know, dude. Now he he I think that's his best one. I know three is simple looking, but sometimes I really like it. Hey, Scoobs gives it a three point five, and he's got to run. Ah, okay, thank you. Love Scuba. you, buddy. Yes, love you, love Scoobs. You. <clears throat> and love your family. Yes. Yeah. Hello. Have fun. Have fun with Mama. Although they're taking yes. us, they're take taking care of your nieces. They did you a favor. Yeah, buy them toys. Yep. Yeah, but Get they're taking you away from us. I don't know how I feel right now. I'm kidding. That's all right. Steve drove seven hours for that shit. Yeah. He deserves okay, it. Okay, that's he all right. Earned, he earned it. Uh, so uh, Jason is first seen wearing the hockey mask exactly one hour into the film. Mm-hmm. With the great, fantastic spear scene. <laughs> and he walks off like a boss. So can I say the girl that's getting in the pond there? Wait, is it the same one? Yeah, it was the girl in the bikini, right? No. No, it was, no. That, was, no that was that the was Vera. Scene. Okay. Yeah, Whenever right. the one was getting into the water, like why did she go up on that weird step to then step into the water? Do you remember that at all? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it just seemed uh, very weird. It, no, it was weird. It made no sense. And now that you really bring it up, uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Still ADHD. Continue. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, when Debbie first opens the Fangoria magazine while laying in a hammock, the article she flips to in the, in the past article she flips past is about Tom Savini, who is in charge of makeup and special effects for the first Friday the Thirteenth. And we'll come back for the next one. And that uh, that Fangoria she has is one of the most sought after. It's the very first issue. Yep. Brody, Jason's lazy eye makes him crack shot. <laughs> I knew that without even seeing the cover because of the uh, Godzilla article. Right? He was on the cover. It was awesome. Uh, although it appears sunny and warm, the film was shot during a January-February winter. Several night scenes were trimmed in order to conceal the actor's visible breath appearing on screen. Wow. Wow. Just kind of dumb, because out here in the east, summertime, it can get cold, too. Yeah, no, it can. That, no, that's very true. Especially in the mornings, man. You get them dewy ass fucking mornings. Yeah, you got the, you got a little bit of a flat. fog everywhere. Yeah, love that shit. Yeah. Okay. According to the book Crystal Lake Memories, Chris's past encounter with with Jason was originally intended to imply a sexual assault. The series was meant to conclude with this entry, and the writers wanted the audience to be pleased with Jason's demise, reasoning if that he were portrayed as a rapist, they would have no interest in seeing him come back. It was ultimately decided this was too dark a direction to take the character, and those elements were removed from the film. I'm very glad for that. Cause like it doesn't. And obviously if they did go with it, it would completely have changed Jason's mantra. Mm-hmm. I disagree with them being able to bring him back. Cause I mean, Freddie's licking teenage girls in his first movie and you know, so, yeah. And he, ha- and, and they he had, had that. Sequels, so. They had that little bit with him, although people say it wasn't there. I'm like, no, it was actually talked about, but no, it was there. It just wasn't like straight up on the fucking nose. Like, yeah, the remake did. And that's what they that did wrong. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, Jason's like Jason's a mama's boy, dude. He's like a kid trapped in an adult he's, body. Yeah, though. he's like he's like, here. He's to not kill stupid. No, you know what I mean? Like, he's just he's here to kill you. Not to I say when I say play, I don't mean it in that way, but. You know what I mean. He's here to. He's cursed, dude. Fu- he's he's here to. Fu- he's here to fuck with you, but to ultimately kill you, but not like Freddy. Yeah. Yeah, Freddy's gonna fuck with you. Yeah. Jason wants to rip your fucking head off and use it as his shrine. So, like, if you're talking like a purge kind of scenario and you got to fight all of them, I'd still like. Wow, nobody really. There's a couple dudes that try to fight Jason, but they still never like. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have a better, you're better off fighting Michael, dude. At least, like, if you're busted, you can survive and shit. You know what I mean? Like, so. <laughs> oh my god! Well, unless unless it's the, like Halloween kills and the whole town's out there to beat him up and they don't fucking survive. the time. Ah, rage mode. Yeah, oh. just wait four years and you can do it. He activated his Z assist, dude, and then he just went fucking ham, and then just took. Or no, I'm sorry, it was a sparking rage. That's what it was. He activated his sparking rage and then just fucking went ham on the town. Anyway, (laughs) by some estimates, Paramount was forced to spend between eight and ten million to actually get part three into theaters. That's because they ended up making, supplying and installing the the individual lenses and silver screens required to project part three in all one thousand seventy nine theaters, which showed the film opening weekend, August of 82. They also had to train the projectionists at theaters and establish a 24 hour hotline for all the theaters encountering problems with the 3D. Oh my god, dude. That hotline must have been fucking ridiculous. There's no way that wasn't. 
it's all I could say is it's a good thing that so many 3D movies came out after this that could still use that technology. Yeah. Yeah. What a like if it didn't, what a waste of fucking time and money spent mm-hmm. on a time. gimmick. Yeah, and, and let's be honest, dude, this 3D, it was just it was 1950s 3D brought back in color. Well, I mean, not the 50s didn't have color, obviously, but you know what I mean, like colorized, I guess, whatever the fuck. Yeah, and. But still, like, I don't know. Yeah, it, nah. it, yeah. It's all gimmick, dude. It's all just. <laughs> Imagine if we could do that right now. Like, we can make our fucking feed 3D. Hmm. Let me look. That would be neat. <laughs> okay, for the original, for the original ending, and that is also in <laughs> this book. Yeah. The original ending, Chris awakens in the canoe on Crystal Lake after the events of the previous evening left her as the lone survivor. Chris throws the canoe back to shore and begins walking towards the house with an exhausted demeanor. She suddenly hears a noise from the house and, thinking it's Rick, begins to run to the porch of the house. He actually it is Rick in her dream, too. Like They're running concurrently at the same time to the door. Uh, once she arrives at the front door, it suddenly bursts open and Jason emerges to the surprise of Chris. Jason then grabs Chris by the hair and chops her head off with a machete. Oh shit. See, that would have been a nice ending. I don't care what anyone says. And that would have been a dream sequence as well. So she didn't actually get killed. But, and everybody, like I was reading, even like uh, Larry Zern, who played Shelly, you know, he was talking about when it was filmed, he was there watching it film. And he, the whole cast was like, why wasn't this ending used? Because yeah. it's, a yeah, I feel like end. that would have, I feel like that would have taken a lot more time to set up to do. Mm hmm. The whole Pam coming out of the lake is, is kind of dumb, honestly. Like I, I don't like it. No, it, I, I will. That doesn't make any sense. It's what was the okay? There was the one fan film where they had like Pam come. It was like Evil Dead style. What, what the hell was uh, that? Like? It's called uh, Jason Rising. That was not bad. Like I thought they kind of did that in a better sense because they utilized Pam. They didn't just randomly bring her in. You know what yeah. I mean? Like nobody's talking about the curse of Pam in this one, and then Pam shows up at the fucking end, coming out of the lake or the river bend. I should say that was actually that's actually a very I like that fan film. They they did good with that. It was interesting. I okay. enjoyed it. So if if you there are images from that original ending that existed, I think we've all seen by now. And as far as we know, the ending's lost. Nobody's been able to find it yet. But uh, the images show the original look of Jason, which was a mask designed by Stan Winston. After the decision was made to excise the original ending, <coughs> excuse me, the look of Jason was completely overhauled to what we see in the film today. Oh, shit. I look up the Stan Winston one. I'm going to send it to you right now. Oh, that's it. I think I got it. Whoa, he looks like fucking Baraka or something, dude. Yeah. A bit. Like. Is that it? Hmm. I don't hate it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not off. <clears throat> interesting okay i'm gonna skip a couple of things i have about how they how intensive it was to use the to film in 3d yeah yeah by all means because there's <coughs> it would take them hours to set up the equipment just to shoot one scene in 3d yeah so this had a long production time um okay so there were two different masks actually used in the film one hero mask and one stomp mask the hero mask was lost to time. It was nailed to Marty Becker's shop door after the movie, whereas the stunt mask went on to feature as the hero mask 
in part four and in part five. Ah. Bobby, can you confirm that? I certainly can. And there, and there is one mask that is still around. It is in a museum, and it has different um, red markings going a different direction. It's supposedly one of the other stunt masks from this or part four. But yes, the main mask from this was used in part four and part five. Nice. And it was further, and in part five, it was the the hallucination Jason that wore it. Brody, I'm right there with you, dude. I also enjoyed part five, and I cannot oh, yeah. wait till we get to it. Oh, that's no, very enjoyable. Oh, yeah. you know, I got shit for the other. It was I like I feel like it was like two weeks ago for defending part five, and I was like, what? And they're like, how do you like part five? And I was like, how do you not? Yo, man, I was like, listen, I get it from a kid. Like when I was younger, I didn't like part five. But as an adult rewatching it, dude, like from a different sense of the whole like series and shit, I love part five. Same. And it's the most violent of all the fucking ones. Like it's crazy violent, dude. Yeah, it and is. I, ah, it's got some of the best. I, I do like part. <laughs> I like part five, but part six. That's my that's my baby. I do. Yeah. Part six my, is my adult fave. But I'm just saying, <laughs> like, I have a full like newfound appreciation for five. To where I never had in my youth. Fair enough. I can't believe people give you guys shit for that because it's part five is a solid movie. It's uh Hey man. Everybody's got it everybody's got different opinions on stuff. Cause it was also thrown in the argument they were like, well, you'd like Halloween ends. And I was like, I didn't say I liked it. I just said I didn't hate it as much as everybody else did. <laughs> but anyways. Okay, at the beginning of the movie, when Jason's walking around in the clothesline, for a split second, you can see his face partially covered by shadow and blatantly tell that it is the Stan Winston version of the face. This is the only time in the movie you can see this version of Jason's face unless you count the alternate ending. So the Winston version does, in fact, show up in the theatrical cut just very briefly. Okay. It shows uh, up actually another time, too. And her flashback. Nope. That's not what? the Stan Winston one either. But okay, when Shelly Shelley and Vera are coming back and they pass by the barn, if you look, you can see Jason's head. He opens the door. It's the Stan Winston face. Zoom in on it just a little bit. It's that one. Hmm. So because okay. at that point, they still didn't be like, we want to rehaul and do something different. It was still it's still there. Fair enough, homie. I'll take your word for that one. I don't know if I'll find that. I'll have to look specifically for it. but Yeah. Uh, the film noticeably features an all-brunette cast, except for Ginny in the archive footage at the beginning. Mm. Daddy oh, like. Yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah. Ooh. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I got no, no gripes. This movie was part of an early to mid-80s cycle of 3D movies. These included Star Chaser, The Legend of Orin, Metal Storm, The Direction, Destruction of Jared Sin, Jaws 3D, Parasite, Amityville 3D, <laughs> The Man Who Wasn't There, Silent Madness, Dogs of Hell, Coming At Ya, This One, Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone, and Treasure of the Four Crowns. I mean, Jaws 3 was the best one out of all of them. I'm kidding. Yeah, I was going to say, like, out of that whole list, I'm still just thinking about Jaws 3D and, like, yeah. That was horrible. There were some terrible effects in that, dude, but ultimately, I still loved it as a whole movie. 
I like Me the too. concept of it's, it, dude. Like it was. Cool. I love the poster. Yeah, the, yeah. Poster, the poster is the best thing of the whole movie. Yeah, and it's also a very claustrophobic movie. It's well, very dark and looks I don't like know what it was, right man, there. but it's like it's dude. I always used to get like existential dread, like when the um when they were doing the ski show. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like every time as a kid, like that shit would always. I'm like. <gasps> <laughs> just fucking ah. and somehow the shark is still on their tail it's like uh, the shark don't move that fast and oh. i liked like it was whole like it was like oh you killed the baby shark and now mama's pissed <laughs> i i actually like that because it's just like oh shit you really but then you get that, that terrible static shock or shot of him of the shark coming at the fucking tube you know the really shitty thing is they actually did a much better version of that and that was changed what yeah why there is is a photo of it too let me Mm -hmm. see if i can find it fuck off why it was so bad so bad okay so getting back to this so several deaths in the film had to be cut to avoid an x rating which include (gasps) the following andy's death which showed his leg being cut off and his stomach being ripped open vera's death uh, for too much gore and for looking too real. Uh, Edna's death was cut because of excessive blood flow. Chili's impalement was cut because of a shot showing steaming blood hitting the floor. Debbie's death scene was also trimmed, which originally showed blood running down her chest and splattering on her face. All that shit would be nothing nowadays. Yeah. Anything in these movies that the ratings boards nothing. took away because they're horrible people back then would be literally nothing. Oh, that sounds so much, dude! It sounds like so much more visceral. I know. I I just want to see that the leg getting cut off, bro. I feel like just those little bit of extra scenes would change this whole like, you know what I mean? Because like, there's sometimes like you'll watch a movie like Phantasm. Phantasm is a long fucking movie, but Mm -hmm. there's some certain scenes in Phantasm that you make that makes you want to watch that whole. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I get it. Yeah, that I feel like would be add on for this movie. I mean, dude, I'm sure like I can't talk for Brody, but I'm sure if you threw in a fucking leg chop in there for him, that motherfucker would definitely give it a little bit. Oh, yeah, that bump up his score a little. Yeah, exactly, dude. All of it. (laughs) For sure. Okay, so finally, the decision to dress Jason Voorhees in his now signature hockey mask occurred during a lighting check on set. The film's 3D effects supervisor, Martin Sadoff, was a hockey fan and supplied a Detroit Red Wings goaltender mask to Miner. Miner loved the mask, but during test shots found it was too small. Using a technique called vacuform, makeup effects director Doug White enlarged the mask and created a new mold to work with. After White finished the molds, art director Terry Ballard placed new red triangles in the mask to give it a unique appearance. Holes were also punched into the mask and the markings were altered, making it different from Sadoff's original template. Homunculus. I remember. I remember showing you guys where the mask actually came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mad Max. <laughs> hey, Brody confirmed it. It would get. It would get a better score. Yeah, absolutely, dude. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good leg getting chopped off? I would say the person getting their leg cut off. Well, yeah, but this yeah, is well, they're not theirs. <laughs> the victim. That's you. It's one of my favorite shots in the 03 fucking uh, Texas fucking cuts that dude's leg right in the middle of the laundry. Oh, it's uh, so beautiful. Right? There's a few shots of that movie I just absolutely fucking love. I think that's on the list for this year, isn't it? Uh, yep. Yes, it is. 
Mm-hmm. Yep, I threw okay. that. I love the remake. It is enjoyable. It's one of the best ones. Continue. That's it. Oh, that's it. All right. It. Well, thank you, Chad Daddy. Pleasure. For be- between the 3D. All righty. Um, so, wait. So, Scubas gave us a three and a half, right? If I look back up yeah. there. Okay. I'm just going to add that to the uh, list right now. So, okay. To the main questions. Gentlemen, what format did you watch this on? Scream uh, Factory the, set. Scream, yep, Scream Factory set. I watched my digital HDX. So, on Voodoo. Mm. But that eight pack, that shitty eight Walmart pack, that's how I got it all. So whatever. Hey, hey, take what it you works. can get, buddy. Yo, dude, that's why I got it. Because I was like, oh, 20 bucks so I can get the physical and digital? I'm like, that's worth it. Yeah, that's, dude, that's beyond worth it. And then I, like, yes. My gripe is, like, how terribly, like, photoshopped everything is. And it's the wrong fucking mask on the wrong mm-hmm. movies and all that. Whatever, dude. Somebody got paid to do something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, they're making right. money regardless. That's right. All right, boys. Douche of the film. I feel like this might be an easy one, but I still say Shelly. I'm gonna have to agree. I will actually disagree. I will say um Ollie. I mean the they caused them issues. And he was just to, he was he was But the, they took away the gas and then Chris couldn't get away. He was the stereotypical biker. I'm not Well, yeah, I guess they were kind of I'm st- I'm gonna stick with him. I mean, if Shelly knew how to drive and he did it back into their bikes, I feel like their ordeal would have been pretty much over done. Yeah. <clears throat> but as soon as he fucked with their rides, it was Pee Wee Herman on. Like it was all that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Brody. Yes. I, I, that's, I, I that's where I'm going with dude. Lord Humongous. <laughs> um, I could say I guess, both the mask and the statue. He was Lord Humongous is a pretty big dude. Yeah, he is. Imagine if Jason came in out looking like a gimp though from the woods. That's just a weird. <laughs> oh my god, I, I wouldn't be able to take it seriously. Um, right, coming out like fucking Sue Howe from Mortal Kombat. Uh, <laughs> all right. So favorite kill, man. There's some. Oh, uh, the, the machete to the crotch. Okay, that was a good one. I wish we got the more like the Chad said that we were supposed to get in that. But. So machete to the crotch, that was a good one. Hmm. It's kind of a tough one for me. Also, real quick, I'm finally going to send it because I do I, like the, the 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 red hot poker through the. That would fucking hurt on like yeah. so many different levels. Yeah. Uh, I'm, just to be different, that's what I'm going for, is the Red Hot Poker. Uh, I'm going to have to go completely different, and it's my favorite kill, but it's also, I'm going to give it the title of stupidest kill, or silliest kill, whatever the fuck. But it's, uh, what is it, Mark? No. The fuck's the 35-year-old dude there? Rick. Oh. Rick. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. So Rick's eyeball pop. Uh, it's so cheesy. It's so cheesy, but at the same time, dude, I feel like a good old head squish is still just a terrible way to fucking go. Mm-hmm. I mean, that th- it was good enough to be put in the game. That's true. 
And then honorable mention is uh, what's his name is Ali at the end when he at least gets his hand cut off and then mm-hmm. just gets fucking. You don't see it, but man, you just yes. hear it. God, yeah. yeah, he like, fucking hits him. like Jason. How as much as he beats him the first time to knock him unconscious, he's just like, yeah, I'm gonna do it double this time. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. never been able to figure what Jason beat him with too. A wrench. Is, was is it? that what it is? It was a wrench. I thought it was like a fucking shoe or something. And nah. While we're on this, a similar topic. What the hell is that fucking severed animal head thing that dropped from the ceiling when Shelly walked into the barn? It looks like it's a stuffed animal head. It looks like a it looks like a mummified cow's head. I've never been able to figure out what it is. Yeah, they, uh, yeah. It, 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 they use that in the arachnophobia system. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it looks just like it. It's the thing that drops down and hits uh, fucking what's his name in the face. Um, oh, Johnny, I sent you the picture from Jaws 3D, the original, and what we got. Oh, nice. All right, I'll have to look at that in a second. All right. Best scene, gentlemen. Ooh. They're chasing the, the whole end chasing. Ooh, that was really I cool. love that. I was going to so go with that originally, too. But my favorite scene is still the way he just struts off like a boss after he shoots Vera with the fucking spear gun. He just throws <laughs> that down. Hell yeah. He really does, he, though, man. He, like, he definitely has a little finesse in he that. Had a, he had a he, definite swagger to his walk. The, the way he like he did it and dropped it. When he dropped it, he said, "Fuck you, bitch! You should have <laughs> given you should have given Shelly some pussy." <laughs> That's horrible to say. Mm. Man, this is a tough one. You know what? Okay, so not. I'm gonna take it specifically. Like, I'm gonna break that chase down to my specific spot is when he's running up on her when the van dies on the bridge that scene in particular it's very tense she's out of gas it's a good setup of why we're out of gas obviously she has the reserve tank but this whole time the we already got even when they were passing over the bridge in the beginning it was a rickety ass bridge so now the bridge is broken so that reserve tank doesn't mean shit. She's still fucked. Mm-hmm. I love it, dude. And then comes up, catches his arm. Possibly one of the cooler 3D effects of the movie is the head smash through the window. So I'll give compliments to even that. Yeah. Like, so that definite like five minute scene. And then like, yeah, I loved it. Absolutely loved it, dude. It's one of my favorite shots of the whole fucking movie. It reminds me of like one of my favorite shots of two when you see Ginny in front of the window, and then you see him running up through the window at the shack. Yeah, yeah. That was the beginning of this one. Yeah, fucking right, dude. And I'm so happy. I'm so happy you get that again. But, okay. Opening scene, hook you in, and obviously we're not going to talk recap opening scene. No, no, but uh, I would say, yeah, the not the recap, but the after that, yes. Yeah. Yeah, man, because it's the, it's the grody, it's, it's Bob <laughs> Bob's Burgers in the 80s. Oh, and God. Then, uh, Pre-kids. Uh yeah, man, they get they get killed off. We get some good uh we get some good townies. It's always nice to have some good townies in uh in the Friday thirteenth. Okay. And then Jason gets some new duds. Could you could you imagine seeing that rat in 3D and you're like deathly afraid of rats? The scene where the rats walking out. I can see a lot of people freaking out about that because my dad is terrified of rats, so Yeah. My family's weirdly afraid of snakes. Something with the Irish shit. I was like, okay. Yeah. They will freak out if they see a garden snake. I'm like, it's a fucking garden snake. Just, yeah. (laughs) 
uh, everybody I know is more of the spider fear. So oh, I hate spiders, dude. But there's a big, there's a bunch of them in my basement, so I gotta be wary because if I yeah, fall, spiders don't here, bother though. me. It's the I don't know, man. Arachnophobia still gives me the heebie-jeebies, dude. Like <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't really call it a fear, but like centipedes and scorpions bother me. My wife hates centipedes and millipedes. Millip- Spe- but it's it's specifically the house centipedes. The one look like they have these really long hairs. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit freaks my wife out. She like you mean the, the sil- like somebody's trying to murder her, and I'm like, you what mean are the you sil- like- silverfish? Brody says spiders down here fuck me up. That's because spiders well, down there will fuck you up. I was gonna say, bro, you are literally fighting eight legged freaks down there. Homie. Mm-hmm. It's not really a fair ball game for us. Well, like, it's w- whether it's big or small, they kill. <laughs> dude, like I was watching some video from fucking Australia shit the other day where it was uh one of those fucking crazy huge ass wasps killing a huntsman spider, and I'm like, Jesus fuck, dude. Like, I couldn't even their wasp is the size of my head. And I have a huge fucking head. <laughs> like I could see Brody be like, guys, come on down and visit me. It's like we don't want to die the minute we're off the plane. <laughs> Dude, like I in the Yeah, man. I feel like you just gotta have like a fucking electric tennis racket all times down. Dude, <laughs> Dude, just like- Dude, I saw I saw a video of, of some guy in Australia that opened up his car and there was this big ass huntsman spider hanging from the roof from the yeah. ceiling. And it was molting, so it looked like two spiders. I kid you not, it looked like a fucking face hugger from Alien. Awesome. Do you see our redback spider kill a snake and tie it up in its web? Nah, uh, I think maybe I have. I don't know, man. Y'all got some fucking crazy animals out there. You got fucking boxing deer that try to lure people into ponds just to fucking murder them. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that, dude? Boxing deer. I love it. <laughs> Bro, but like the fact that they stand in ponds to try to like look helpless or help, you know what I mean? Like they need help. And they just so they can go out there and they will literally fucking they will drown you. Yeah. yeah. Like, what the fuck, dude? Yo, speaking of crazy uh, animals, uh, super uh, sidebar. Have you read about? Did you read about Pablo Escobar's fucking cocaine hippos <laughs> and how they? So no. Pablo, so Pablo Escobar, obviously, like because he wanted a crazy collection, had he got all these hippos in the eighties. Well, it's an invasive species, dude. So there's like a fuck ton of them now. So now they have to dis- there's distribute them between like Mexico and like somewhere else. And I'm like, oh my god, dude. We're going to get overrun by hippos, bro. Like, those things are fucking vicious, too. Yes, they are. Yeah, man. Do you ever see, like, hippos are scary as fuck, dude. And the craziest part is they don't even swim. They just run on the bottom of the water and then jump the fuck up. Imagine if them fuckers could swim. Oh, God. That would be a bad day. We would not be at the top of the food chain. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. We got yes, it is kangaroos, but it's a boxing deer. Yeah. yeah. I like boxing deer. Hey, since uh, we're kind of on the subject and. Yes. Um, about weird animals and shit. I found I saw in. Um, I think it was IGN or something shared today that in the I'm guessing the season finale episode of Last of Us, they okay. left my favorite scene from the fucking game. They put it. They adapted it to the show. Oh no shit! With the where they see the giraffe. Oh nice! Oh, that was always nice. the coolest scene, dude. Like that definitely. Like I remember, like just that takes you straight out of like all the bullshit you were just dealing with, and you're like, ah, nice. Yeah, it's it's moment. the it's the only time in the whole game you see Ellie being a kid. Yeah, yeah, fucking a dude. So that's in the show. I'm I'm happy. Now it makes me want to watch it even more. 
There you go. Nice. All right, gentlemen, back to the questions. Most attractive character. I'm going Chris. Chris dude. That's Chris. Easily. And you know what? I'll go uh, honorable mention her friend in the tiny little blue bikini. I'd oh, give honorable uh, mention to Vera. Eh, oh, yeah, uh, she's blue too. Blue, blue bikini. But I like the blue bikini because she seemed to like she was a little, you know, obviously she had a dirty mind. And I appreciate that. Yes, she did. And she was prego. She was? Yeah. Yeah. You didn't hear that? You didn't hear her mention that a couple times? Although a couple times she did want a beer and then she didn't want the beer too. Well, <laughs> this it was the 80s. Fetal alcohol syndrome wasn't I, a thing. We didn't know I about know. it then. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. Honestly, I guess I somehow completely missed those points. I don't know. Yeah, they mentioned it a couple of times. Mostly in the van is when it was brought up. Yeah. Honestly, wait. Was it after the whole weird cop scene where they all eat their drugs? Or it was it, before and during was, that scene. It was just. It was like just before. See, I was just probably paying attention more to like how much drugs were like getting disposed of at the time, so I was not paying attention to the dialogue. Which I was like, oh way, my god, no! By the way, that was oregano. Could you imagine just having trying to eat a whole mouthful of oregano? Oh. No, that'd be disgusting. Yes, that'd be terrible. It's like eating a tablespoon of cinnamon. So don't do it. <laughs> you can't do it. <laughs> no. All right. Score set the mood. Oh god. Yeah. Yes. Oh god. Yes. All right. Even though 90% of the score is from part one and part two. I don't care. Manfred <laughs> didn't do much for this, but what he did do, the new stuff, fantastic stuff. Alrighty. Um best song. The disco theme. Oh yeah, the, the opening theme. Opening oh, of the disco. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's what everybody assumes is Jason's theme, too. And I'm like, well, it's the theme from part three, but whatever floats your boat. I mean, it definitely gets you dancing. Yeah, you're just over here like, I wish they could have put, I wish they would have put that in the game. They should have, like, at least, yeah, they should have. Whenever Especially when, like, all your characters are, like, fucking dancing and shit, dude. Like, that was always the funniest, man. Like, when you're Jason, you just bust into a cabin and everybody's just fucking rave partying. <laughs> like, like, like that one video, it's, uh, there's playing you, California girls where it's um Jason bursting into the cabin and it's all Chad's. They're all just, yes! they're the bikinis. Yes. I think it was playing California girls. Wasn't it? Uh, I don't remember. Maybe stupid like that. Oh my God. That is the funniest yeah. thing. Ah, oh, it makes me want to fucking play Friday 13th. Fuck it. Hey, <laughs> actually I should play it on PC, especially now that they have fucking Uber and Freddy versus Jason on there and remake and shit. I should give that shit a try. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, if you have it on PC, you can get the mods to where you can get all the actual like Jasons that were supposed to be in there now. And uh and the um the ship from X. The Grendel. The Grendel, thank you. Hell yeah. Now I gotta buy a fucking PC for this shit. Yeah, that's that shit was all rendered and done. Like it yep. and they, they they try and say, oh, it wasn't completed. Bullshit, because the musical cues for Jason X are in the fucking game soundtrack. Well, and the Grendel was in the... I mean, it was even in the fucking... Uh, the, the, cabin. the lodge. The yeah. Cabins. Yeah. It was there. Fuck off. <laughs> That's why they're... Yeah, I know. I should play that on PC mod. Hmm. Steve, you need to look into it. I'll send you pictures, dude. Actually, uh... Well, yeah. At the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, favorite character. You know what? Even though I gave him douche, I still might have to give favorite character also to Shelly. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> 
Uh, He's a douche, but he was an entertaining douche. Correct. And if it wasn't for him, we never would have got the hockey mask. So Also win. correct. I will have to choose uh, Rick. Yeah? I'll give it to Rick. All right. He was an honest man. He was after the putty, and that's all he was. <laughs> he, he didn't lie about it. So. Hey, he was sweating for her for no reason. Hoisting okay, all that dude. fucking hay up into the barn. He needed a workout. Right. Fucking hey, dude. Okay, so was it scary? We've no, seen it so many times I, I, that it not, isn't anymore. Not for us, but I'm sure back in the day, I someone could see watching it. it for the first time would probably get scared. Yes, and I'm only going to give that precedence because when I showed my daughter like two years ago, I got yelled at for it because for two weeks she's just like, "Daddy, I just keep thinking about when he took his mask off at the end." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. That's why they do that in every one." <laughs> she's Except like, "What?" I'm like, "Well, Actually, yeah, but." Wait, what? Technically, it doesn't come off in Freddy vs. Jason. I knew you're, that's what you were going for. And Jason goes to hell. It doesn't either. I mean, it goes up halfway when you see the CPR face, so. <sighs> yeah, but it, that wasn't what his face was supposed to look like. It was really hard to even tell, dude. It's a very dark scene. It's like, it just looks like mush. Um. Okay, so does it hold up today? Mm, not with the effect the the 3d doesn't the movie itself like as a movie yes but the 3d does it's still a solid friday 13th movie oh yeah but i have to agree effects uh hinder it unfortunately today okay so acting friday 13th level acting yeah that's all i can say it's it's good B it's good B acting. Everybody gave what they had to give. Correct. None of them were going to win any awards for it. That's for sure. No. Like my wife hated Rick just because she's like, why is he sounding so monotone all the time? I'm like, because he's just that dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's that dude, right? Dude Rooney. All right, cinematography. Um, no, because once again, like we just said, the 3D gimmicks fucking they focus, ruin yeah, it. Yeah, they focus too much into gimmicks, and that's what the cinematography is all about in this movie, unfortunately. Yeah, this was meant to... Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I'm just going to give honorable mention to my favorite scene again of just like him running up. I love the way that scene was lit and shot and just like how it panned out. So kudos for that, for sure. But that wasn't 3D gimmicky, so... Right. Yeah. And premise. Did we like the premise? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Of course. It's Jason terrorizing... Locals around the Crystal Lake area, essentially. So, right. and we're out of the we're out of the camp and into a different ah uh, camp. So, all right. Recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot? Rewind, rewind. It it technically, it already got remade. So did part two and part one, and all the same movie. I want to rewind it, but for some reason, dude, could and not that it would ever happen. But if, like, let's just say I was, like, I don't know, Elon, and I just had a lot of fucking money that I could just waste, <laughs> I would want to remake this movie, but with new style 3D. Okay. All right. All right. And add, add all that shit they took out of the awesome gore and kills. 
and put that shit back in. Yeah. By the way, uh, Robofuck is in the chat. So what's up, <gasps> Robo? Robo. Hey, we make, hope you guys hey, are doing all right have, over there. We love needs. you, buddy. We hope your wife's doing better, man. Yes. Much love, yes, dude. We love you. Everybody send love and prayers to Robuck for sure. Yes. And all right, gentlemen. Food, send it to him too. We're gonna rate this bitch. Uh, we're almost at two hours. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, we talked a little bit. All right. So Brody, start us off with a three. Scuba gave us a three point five. Chad, Daddy. I'm gonna defer to Bobby first. I'm still Bobby. Be honest with yourself. What do you got? You know, uh, I I do like it. I mean, the only crappy part is the 3D and that little timeline issue. But it gave us the Jason we now know. It it did have some good. I'm actually gonna give it a 3.8. Oh, okay. Uh, It's not a a four, but I don't think it's a 3.5. I don't. It's it's like right there. It's like if it had better 3D. It would be a four if it had a little bit more attention to detail with certain parts of that four, but three point. Okay, that, that I I feel solid in saying I completely agree. That's exactly what I was going to give. It was a three point eight. I would I just wanted to gauge my response to what you had to see if it changed it. But no, you you came in there solid with the three point eight, and that's what I'm going with as well. Yeah. Okay, three point eight from the both of you. Now, Brody started out with a three, but Brody also had. I feel like Brody came in a little with a little bit harder of a take than i did so if i gotta be honest with myself um the 3d held it back and the fact of a lack of a lake held it back for me a little <laughs> bit too um i could have gave a shit about the pamela the pamela ending even though i do understand the alluding to the first i do like to drive off her psychotic crazy and then the shot of jason like bob said we get we actually get our hockey mask Jason in this one, so I have to give credit. I think I'm going to go with Steve. I'm going to give it a three and a half. Hmm. So, okay. Like I said, there's a few things that hinder. I was almost going to go closer to three, but I'm trying to think of my scale of like where I went with the first two, and I know I went in the twos with the first one, and I feel like the second one I went with solid three. So, all right. Let's divide this bitch up, bah, bah, and that gives us a three point five two. For, we'll just give it a three point five then. That's right. For Friday Thirteenth Part Two. All right. So Chad, part three. Part three. Why did I say part two? I am getting tired. Because you were thinking of part two. That's why I am getting tired. All right. Um, Chad, Daddy, what are we covering next week? Okay, so next week Brody wanted us to his pick of oh wow weird uh wanted us to do night of the scarecrow however i cannot find it anywhere really yeah that sucks where the hell did i watch i thought i watched it on tubi maybe they took it off they might have okay because i looked it didn't come up on anything if you guys can find it we'll change it back but for now i'm going dark night of the scarecrow right no night of the scarecrow 1995's night of the scarecrow yes okay uh i'll keep looking but Okay, so if we can't cover that, what are we? We're still doing a Brody pick. What are we doing? Yeah, dolls. Dolls. Oh, fuck, dude. God damn it. I actually hated uh, that movie wait a when minute. I was a little kid. Oh, no. Bob, we all don't have on demand, so it doesn't work. <laughs> 1987's Dolls. Yeah, and if, if that does. On Tubi. And we'll Brody keep looking, and Brody. If Night of the Scarecrow does pop up on something, we'll shoehorn it in as soon as we can. Because I know that's one of your favorites, buddy. It, Okay, so I was thinking you were talking Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, which right. I've 
definitely watched. I know that was another Brody favorite as well. Yes. Night of the Scarecrow. Interesting. Yeah, I have to keep looking for this one. Okay, cool. So, Dolls 1987 for next week. Mm-hmm. And once again, you can catch that. It looks like it's free. Like I said, free on Tubi. On Tubi, it's on Pluto. Yeah. Man, that movie used to give me the heebie-jeebies when I was a fucking kid. Really? Because, uh, well, when I was a kid, and I only say this because my mom collected China Dolls, dude. Ah. I fucking hated them, dude. And, like, there's literally a whole, like, she has a whole room dedicated to them. And it's just, like, yeah, I don't know. Especially when, like, the scene that always stuck with me is when they were biting her toes, dude. And, like, she took the cover off and they were all, like, underneath the bed. And I was, like, nope. Because I had an aunt like that, too, dude. And she had an entire room that was full of it. And I remember I had to sleep there because that was the guest bedroom. Yeah, I didn't sleep those two days, dude. I couldn't blend in that room. I just heard the clock ticking and I just counted it and I'm just like <laughs> no. I was slept on the couch or something. I think I ended up passing out in the day and they were all pissed off. They're like, why did you take a nap? I'm like, I didn't, I didn't sleep that well last night. <laughs> Can't sleep. Dolls will eat me. Fucking right, dude. Hey. Dolls eat. Night of the Scarecrow. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep looking. I'm, I'm gonna keep looking for this one for sure, dude. Yeah, we'll we'll find it. Wow, to buy the physical is sixty bucks. Yikes! Oh, DVD too. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, and YouTube, but it's mainly okay. We'll look on that. It might be on YouTube. Uh, anything nerdy to get nerdy quick on, boys? I'm looking. I can't think of anything aside from the fact that Scream Six. Killed at the box office this weekend. I heard it did well. Um, I know Brody saw it. I know Scoob saw it. I think positive review, if I remember right, positive reviews from both of them. I think. Uh, I know f- friend of the podcast, Alex Probst, watched it, and he thought it was the shittiest out of the series, and that's including three. And I know that's a big take. That's a yeah, hot he is, take. He is not a fan of it. I thought that was pretty funny. No, I always like, uh, I always like reading Alex's. Oh yeah, and, uh, you, and you can. Never oh, you tell. didn't see. I'm sorry, Brody. I apologize. I and you can it. never tell when he's being legit or when he's just trying to poke the bear because he does love to stir that pot. No, I feel like you can tell when he's being legit though, like when he's being sincere. Like he still might want to stir the pot, but I think it's legitimately like, no, this Who? is still how I feel. Probst. Uh, was this again? Alex, Alex Probst. Probst. He's oh oh. He's been yeah. on the show with us before. I yes. made that poor son of a bitch uh, well, the glare. <laughs> I, I did not see it, but I've just been reading reviews. There's been the reviews I've been reading have been saying, oh, it's got good. It's got good gore. It's 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 pretty good. And then I read, um, I think it was a Fangoria review saying, yes, it's brutal, but there's something missing from. it." So I've heard I've heard more. Mixed well, yeah, there is and a lot missing. of Nev Campbell's mixing and a lot of missing. Yeah. And a lot of people are shitty. Shitting on it, but the, it, it was it wasn't even so much of Neg, Nev Campbell. They just said like, it's him in New York. I, it's well, it's not even him. It's whoever, <clears throat> which we don't know at this point. Well, some if you've seen it, you know. We had, I, I, I haven't seen it, so yeah, it's right. so. But no, I mean, I mean, I I'm, I'm it, happy for the know, franchise so, but, and people that love it, dude. Because you know what? Yeah, no, they're rivaling their it, shit. Please. Yeah, any 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 horror movie win is a win for all of us. 
It really exactly. is. Dude, That's yeah, it, that is. It broadens the it, it just allows more to come in. Right. Yes. No, of course. Can't wait for but, um, Fire three. Um Oh that and, and Evil Dead Rise. Right? Evil Dead Rise, dude, is I'm I'm excited, but I'm still gonna be cautious on it, if that makes sense. Why why cautious? I don't know. Just because I am. Okay. And it has nothing to do. It has nothing to do with like because like Campbell's not in it. No, no, no. Because I loved 2013, and I will always shout that to the heaven. And I, I just kind of hope it's. I mean, we've seen you guys seen the trailer, right? Like, obviously, it's Mm -hmm. a whole different book. I'm thinking, hold it. It could be a whole different reality of Evil Dead, which is fine. Could be. I'm just. I'm hoping it's it gives us like 2013, like what 2013 gave us, not like play by play or anything, but just vibes. That's what and I'm feel right. and like atmosphere and all that good shebang, dude. Like I want to be so just like disgusted and gnarled up because this is just it's not a silly take on gore. It's way too it's it's almost a little too realistic, but still over the top. So. As as much as I know, like Bruce Campbell said, he's never going to do Ashigan on screen, and that's fair. But I also feel I, he doesn't need to. No. And the Physically, franchise, it, he's not going to play him on screen. They no, are but he talking to, about doing an anime. Yeah. But I also feel that, um, and no offense to him, I mean this in the biggest and best way possible. The franchise doesn't need him. It needs the new outlooks. No, it can and definitely it be very expansive for sure. And it and it did so well with 2013, I feel that that proved it. I hope so, dudes. You know. So the only nerdy news I got, um, so a big con around my area, but it's not till October, is Retro Game Con. Mm. And they just started announcing a special guest. And I'm gonna fuck up her last name <laughs> and I apologize, but it's Colleen O. Shaughnessy, she's the voice oh. of Tails, amongst other characters. But she's—that's the cool thing with um. I don't know if I can show her, but ah, it doesn't show. Fuck you, like she did something else because her last name sounds so. It does. She's done Digimon and um some other stuff. Uh, she was Wasp in the show. Yeah, she was. She, and she when he's, he's saying she did the voice of Tails, she did the voice of Tails in both the games and in the uh, in the movie too. Correct. Yep, Sonic Two. So, yeah, they always have some cool voice actors there and shit like that. And then obviously some like old school like game engineers and stuff. Like last year they had the guys from Q- who made Cubert. Nice. Hell yeah, dude, I that's cool. Q-Bert. Hey man, they actually stopped me to get a picture of me and my leather face because they were like, "Wow, we weren't expecting to see something like that here." And I was like, "Yeah, a little different." But um, let's see. Oh, oh, I, oh. Uh, so on well, I mean, on Friday. Well, uh, NECA dropped the second batch of Holothon figures to the Target online store, and I was able to get a Spider Gremlin. Oh, nice! nice. So that should be here by the end of the week. I saw it in person out of the box at the show, and if it was in the box, I would have snagged that fucking thing. Is beautiful. How much were they asking for it? Uh, well, what did you pay? What were they online? They're only sixty. I think it was sixty out of the box. Okay. So, but if it was in the box, I think it was going to be like a hundred or something. Which fair if it's in the box, I guess. Yeah, convention. That's not unheard of to pay a higher price. If it was a lot more, so, than it would have been the very original one that came out like five years ago or whatever. Word, word, word. 
I'll, I'll get one eventually. I will find, but I'm probably going to go for the original because that's me. There's, <laughs> it's exactly, it's the exact same figure. There's no change made to it, but um, there's people that you can still find it in stores. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. Yeah, Friday. Ch- ch- check the check targets because there are people still finding them in stores. Okay, but I don't have a target near me, so I couldn't really look. I did have the boss man looking at the one down there near him, but uh, he couldn't find one. I'll have to take a look near the one near work. I don't have one that I live near personally, but I got one around the corner. <laughs> word, word, word. All right, gentlemen. Well, all that's right. all I got. So yeah, I got yeah that's that's all I got too. All right, let's sign this bitch out. Chad Daddy, you want to start us off? This is your dark lord of knowledge, your Chad Daddy saying, come back next week and get uh, get a little scarified by some dolls. Yeah. This is your killing machine Bobby Ramon saying, Yep. Next week let's pay with some dolls. <laughs> And this is your Fluffmaster Supreme, Big Johnny D, saying thank you, Gorehounds, once again for tuning in. If you could, if you listen to us audio-wise, please rate and review us. Get us up there on them charts. Real quick, uh, Bobby, which uh, Jason was that you grabbed? That was the uh, Mezco Part 3. Oh, okay, I was going to say, if that's the Nightmare Part 5, Jason, you were literally just playing with yourself. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to say that again? Because it's right here. You may not know the NECA Part Five Nightmare Jason. The Jason bo- the model, the Jason model on the side of the box is Mister Bobby Amon. Mm-hmm. And if you want proof, I have those. Po- I have those photos still after all this. Time. He has ruined some of the friends po- of this podcast sex lives because Bobby has been <laughs> in the room. That would be me. Yeah. As well as Chad. What can I say? You looked over and you were like, "Fucking Bobby's mm-hmm. telling me push harder." Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no. Well, anyway, once again, Gorehound. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> once again, Gorehounds, thank you for tuning in. As always, we love you guys. Um, and if you do listen to, like I said, any audio, please rate and review if you can. Apple is always usually the best. I know Spotify. You can definitely like rate a little bit. So, but thank you for tuning in. Like Chad Daddy said, 1987's Dolls. Watch it. Be ready for next week. And remember, stay fresh, cheese bags. Jason's penis. Let the doll fist you.